from the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. Are you this is Roz yes. and Mocha. <laughs> it's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey, guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. This is Ed Sheeran. You're listening to my boys, Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys, Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So there was this Delta flight from Atlanta that had to be diverted in Oklahoma because of an unruly passenger. Oh. And the unruly passenger jumped up and grabbed the intercom and told everybody that they needed to get their oxygen masks on. And then the guy went for the door. No. But it turns out the unruly passenger was actually an off-duty flight attendant who was just going through something. So here's here's an account from somebody who was on the flight. Listen to this. I pulled my belt off to try and hog time with my belt. And then another attendant came in and um, gave us some plastic ties, managed to get that around his wrist, but that took a while. He was real strong. What? Okay, so here's the question, though, and you can text in. It's 925 if you want to text in. Here's the question. I want to play you the announcement that the pilot made. So, again, they had an unruly male um, passenger yeah. who also happened to be a flight attendant who was going through something, grabbed the intercom, told everybody to put on their masks, and then the guy went for the door. Now, here is the announcement that the pilot made during all of this. Listen. We'd like all strong males to the front of the aircraft to handle the powerful passenger. Okay. We would like all strong males to the front of the aircraft to handle a problem passenger. So here's the question, okay? Yeah. You're on a flight. Uh Uh-huh. That announcement comes over the loudspeaker. Yes. Do you stand up and start walking or not? I start walking. You do. Because I'm not getting off a plane and having everyone look at me being (laughs) like, there's the weak guy who didn't stand up. Okay. Now... If, Whether I could take this guy or not, okay. or at least help the situation right. or not, right? I'm not walking off that plane like a chump. Now, if they make the announcement again, and you can play it again. Yeah. We'd like all strong males to the front of the aircraft. Yeah, all strong males to the front of the aircraft. Now, here's the next question. Yeah. If you stood up yes. on that flight, uh-huh. Would Jenna put her hand on your shoulder and sit you back down? Absolutely. After hearing that announcement. Yes. Okay. So what does that say? She doesn't want me to like potentially get hurt. Or does she not think that that you would be in the category of strong male passenger? Well, that would be the question during the (laughs) hand on the shoulder. I'd be like, baby, you don't think (laughs) I'm wondering how many relationships this one flight ruined. Not only the guy, right? The unruly passenger. It was a terrible flight for everybody. Yeah. Maury, would you get up? No. Maury shook his, before you even finish that sentence, Maury shook his head. No, I'm just what that is like. That is a that's a big ass shim. Would you get up? Hell yeah, you would yeah. right away. You I'm back, would. I would run. You would run. Yeah, You'd yeah. Run to the front. I'd run on the front. I, 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 I'm not gonna lie. I'd want to be a hero. Yeah, yeah. Oh, really. That's why though. Yeah. So, so it's strictly it, ego. But you think you're in that category? Like when somebody says, "Hey, we need all the strong males to stand up right now." 
Roz, you're around me every you, day. You would Come see, on. Okay, I'm just you saying. Know. Listen, I don't know, but listen, sometimes big guys don't like to mess, right? Right. That's true. You know, you're That's a big true. guy. Would you get I don't know. Yeah, of course I would. Yeah, I, have, course, I, just, yeah. I just don't care, right? Yeah, I would yeah, just do it yeah. because I don't like flying. I like giving. Some, <laughs> also, Here, tr- let me help you with that door. Also, truth be told, if I was on that flight, I would probably be drunk by that point <laughs> anyway. <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. All right, here we go. I'm excited for this, guys. All right, hey, it's time for Name That Quarantine. Too. Yes, welcome back to Name That Quarantine. Uh, the idea happened when the question was asked: Could you name a legendary song by a legendary artist? both giving us the song title and artists if you were only given the first line of the song and of course you're going to say yes but it's actually way more difficult than what you would think uh mori and mocha have gone head to head for the last year and a half on name that corn tune and i would say in total mocha has come out on top i think it's fair to say of course <laughs> right but i come in second okay well yeah but you do come in second you're right more like between last between you and mocha you know what they say about <laughs> second place first loser <laughs> if you ain't first you're last thank you ricky bobby um so uh the theme for uh this round of name that quarantine because we are right in the middle of pride month uh these are all gay anthems and icons uh these will either be uh, what are widely considered to be gay anthems mm-hmm. or widely considered to be artists who are all also massive gay icons. Okay. Uh, Mocha, can we hear your buzzer, please? Maury, uh, let's start with number two. Maury. Dinah Ross, I'm coming out. Yes. Oh, Shem's keeping score here. Continuing on the category of uh, gay anthems and icons, uh, number 12. Mocha. That is, um, 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 Girls Just Want to Have Fun, Cindy Lauper. Yes. Oh, we got a game here, gentlemen. We got a game. Cindy Lauper, huge gay icon. Yeah. It's a great song. Everybody knows that song. Okay, next. Uh, Let's go number nine, please. Oh, go ahead, Maury. Maury. Abba, Dancing Queen. Yes, sir. That's my nickname. (laughs) Abba? No. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Number six, please. Uh, Mocha. That is Janet Jackson nasty. Yes, sir. Oh. oh, oh what are we tied now? Oh, oh, oh. It is 2-2. Oh, oh. We should just stop. What, at a tie? Because, like, where do you go from there? Maury is so afraid of losing. I know. Maury is so f- afraid of losing the pride version of Name That Quarantine. Uh, here we go. Let's say number one. Uh, Maury. Village people, YMCA. Yes, sir. Okay. Did Maury buzz first? Yeah, he did. I thought I did. No, I heard Maury oh, buzz man. first. Sam, right. what did you say? Yeah, I heard it Maury. Was, yeah, that's okay. what I heard, too. I yeah, heard yeah, Maury. Yeah, yeah. Just in case anybody wants uh, Number 13, please. Every day is so Mocha. Christina Aguilera, beautiful. Yes, sir. I don't know if that's a gay anthem. You don't think Christina Aguilera is a gay icon? Dude. I am beautiful. I don't, I don't this know. Song Are you here? doubting Christina Aguilera's place? As a gay icon? I am. Wow. Damn, bro. Also, we're tied again. We are tied again. It oh, is three. Like, three. Oh, really, really like that song, so by the way. so good. Uh, number four. Oh! Maury. 
George Michael, Faith. Yes, sir. Yeah, that's a great track. Classic. Uh, We're tied again. Number 10, please. You're winning now. Okay. What's the score, Shem? It is currently four to three for Maury. Thank you. This is so tight. Okay. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Stop it. Uh, Mocha, Mocha, number 10, please. Mocha. Katy Perry, Firework. Correct. Yes. Katy Perry, gay icon. Oh, I love that song, too. Yes, sir. Uh, here we go. Uh, number 14, please. Mocha. That is Britney Spears, Spears, I'm a Slave for you. for you. Yes, sir. Oh, what's the score, Shem? It is five to four for Mocha. Oh, my God. Number eight, please. I don't know why I did this Maury. Oh. Share, believe. Incorrect. Mocha for the steal. That is share. If I could turn back time. Is that it? He didn't give a full answer the first time around. Yes, that's it. Yes. What's the score? Six to four for Mocha. Oh, Oh, damn. Okay, here we go. Uh, Mocha, Mocha, give me number 11, please. Maury. Judy Garland, Somewhere Over the Rainbow. Yes. Oh, and I knew that one, too. I know If I you didn't did. get that one, I'd have to leave. It was <laughs> close, though, Maury. It was close. Oh, one, uh, give me number three, please. Mocha. That is no, Vogue that by was, Madonna. Uh, uh, actually, I'm going to actually step yeah, in. That was yeah, Maury. That was Maury. Oh, okay. was it? Yeah. Yeah, okay, oh, Shem's, the judge. Shem's the judge. Shem's the judge. Maury? Mm-hmm. It's Vogue by Madonna. Yes. So what's the score now? It is tied. Oh, 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 okay, here we go. Okay, I, I need I need to take a breath. No, this is the game winner this right is here. The game no, winner no, no, right God, I'm str- I'm here. Uh, again, the category is uh, gay anthems and gay icons. Uh, Mocha, hit me up with number five. My mama told me when I- that was definitely me. No, that, that was, was mocha. definitely that was, not. That was a hundred percent mocha. Born this way by Lady Gaga. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes. Would that then make it tied? No, because no, it's it was still tied. tied. Oh, this why week- tied? Oh, wow. You know, I'm challenging, okay, sister. Okay, okay. Now, if the challenge comes up where you are wrong, you actually lose a point. No, that's not how it works. Okay. No, I so watch hockey. That's that's what happens. You get a penalty. No, 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 no. Yes. If you challenge... You get a penalty. It just go. you move on with life. No, you do not move on with life. You get penalized. Fine, I'll go sit in a box. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Officer. <laughs> so do we want to do this? Do we want to take a break and come back? Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. So, accept Maury's okay, challenge. Okay, so we'll take a break. We will um, analyze the tape. We will come back and we'll have a final verdict. And if it does turn out that uh, Maury did, bu- did buzz in first, we will have one tie-breaking uh, track to go through, okay? The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. All right, hey! It's time for Name That Quarantine. Controversy today on Name That Quarantine. The category was gay anthems and icons. 
And going into this, damn it, Maury, you were convinced that you were going to come out on top. I, I, I have no choice but to come out on top. Uh, quarantines, by the way, uh, Mocha versus Maury, uh, you have to identify song and artist by only hearing the first line of a song. And Be- Shem- Because I'm gay. Beca- yeah, correct. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Shem, what was the score before the controversy? It was actually tied. 6-6. It, six, w- six. it was 6-6. Six to six. Yeah. And then we got to Lady Gaga and Born This Way. And I called out for the number, and you're going to hear Maury and Mocha both buzzing in, and it was close. So Maury felt that he buzzed in first. Mocha felt that he buzzed in first. So again, just for the people at home, Mocha, can we hear your buzzer, please? Maury, your buzzer, please. Okay. So Maury's is the the higher pitch one. Yes. Uh, That's me. That's Mocha. Maury? Okay, now I'm going to play the clip of me calling for the song, Uh and then the people listening right now will be able to determine who buzzed in first. Are you ready? Yeah. Here's how it went down. Mocha, hit me up with number five. Okay. Okay. That was me. So, Maury? Go ahead. Okay, you want to hear it again? Yeah. Okay, here we go. Oh, come on. That's not how it played out. That is how it played out. Not my. What are you talking about? What, not in your head? <laughs> okay, let me play Let me play it one more time. Oh, that's close. Okay, do you want me to... No, you want me to, it's not it's, close it's because not I'm the one that buzzed close. first. Do you want me to play a slowed down version for you? Yeah, let's of, do that. Of just the, of just the buzzing? Okay. Oh, again, again? jeez, oh, okay. Yeah, oh, that was me! Oh, listen, See, listen, 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 listen. Yes, yes, that was definitely Mocha. Yes, thank you! Definitely Mocha. Definitely Mocha. Definitely Mocha. I'll allow it. You'll allow it. You'll allow it. (laughs) You have to. So, Maury, so you will take the loss, Maury, on uh, Quarantunes. Like on a technicality. No, no, no. The tech technically you didn't buzz in first. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. So you lost. I I don't want to have lost. Nobody wants to lose. (laughs) (laughs) But you have to lose sometimes. Can we just do this? Okay. Can I pretend that I buzzed in first just for my own sanity and for because it's pride? So like, okay, Lady Gaga, born this way. (laughs) But you don't get the point because I already got the point. No, but I feel better about myself now. Oh, you shouldn't because you lost. Yeah, that's super weird. You've, like, you don't deal with this well, do you? <laughs> Not at this all. time. You ever seen somebody who tries to talk themselves out of losing? Like, we all know you lost. <laughs> like, we all know. We all saw it. We all hear. Everybody listening right now heard it. Mocha, congratulations. Hey! Celebrating Pride Month Woo! with the uh, category of uh, gay anthems and icons for Name That Corn Tune. Uh, wear this I, victory I did proudly. Well. Wear this victory proudly. I absolutely will. Happy Pride, everybody. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. So we know that next month, uh, soon-to-be former CEO of Amazon, Jeff Bezos, will be taking a trip to space along with his brother where their rocket will reach, like, the edge of space. Yep. Not go into orbit, which kind of sucks. Yep. And then you turn right back down to flat Earth. Yep. So the experience is going to be like 10 minutes, something like that, mm-hmm. right? Uh, there is an auction that us regular jabronis can join, but we don't have that kind of rich people money. Oh, really? The current auction bid sits at $2.8 million, which brings me to this, a trending topic where people are then sharing the absurd things that they've witnessed rich people do. <laughs> okay. Yep. Someone ordered $150 worth of caviar to go for their cat. 
Oh, oh, <laughs> wow. Somebody else wrote and said, I worked at an exclusive bar a few years back as a DJ. This guy gave me a hundred bucks just to repeat a song. <laughs> I'm a server at a nice Italian restaurant and a man requested that his silverware be warmed before he ate his meal. He said that the fork and spoon were way too cold. Wow. I worked at a bar and these people asked to purchase two of our high-rise bar chairs for us to keep in the back so that if the bar was full when they came in, they wouldn't have to wait. Our bar chairs cost $8,000 each. So these people wanted to spend sixteen grand just so that they could sit whenever they came in. <laughs> oh, my God. This dude's fiance lost her ridiculously big engagement ring in the pool. So he ordered the hotel to close the pool area to everyone and got all the staff to look for it. He then thanked hotel guests who helped with expensive bottles of wine. Wow. Once I went with my family to Outback Steakhouse <laughs> to grab some dinner. Yeah. And there was a family of three with their kid bawling his eyes out because the kitty menu didn't come with a coloring book. His dad took out a $100 bill out of his wallet and let his son doodle on it. <laughs> my whole family was in shock, to say the least. <laughs> I work at a luxury property in California, and we had the co-founder of a very large company stay with us a while back. He only liked to sleep on his own bed. So when he woke up that morning, he paid a team to load his bed into a truck and have it delivered to our property. We then removed the bed in his luxury suite and set up the bed that his team had brought us. He only stayed with us one night. Oh, shut up. And the process was done to send the bed back home the following day. Shut up. It kind of blew my mind that he went through all this trouble just so that he could sleep in his own bed for one night. But obviously he lives in the same, like, town. Right? Go home. Thank you. I'm a cocktail server at a huge pool of a four-star hotel. A woman said in a monotone voice and without any eye contact, I lost my sunscreen. Find it. (laughs) (laughs) These are people sharing the absurd things they've witnessed rich people do. I got two more to go through with you. Yeah. I worked at a grocery store in uppity Gold Coast, Chicago when I was a teen. We sold soup for lunch and a woman was buying some. I proceeded to bag the soup and she said, no, I'll just put it in my bag. Mind you, she had a Louis Vuitton bag that looked brand spanking new. 15 minutes later, she came back in raging. The shat soup dripped all over her Louis Vuitton and demanded to speak to the manager. Oh, your fault. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, And finally, this one. My former boss, who was insanely wealthy, used to stay in presidential suites and would have any and all red items removed. He was a high roller at several casinos And they made special chips just for him as a substitute for red chips. He hated the color red because when you're losing money, you're in the reds. Oh, my God. (laughs) Right? Oh, my God. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Nick Cannon's a dad again. Hey, congrats, Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon and uh, Abby De La Rosa have welcomed twins. Twins again. Second set of twins. Uh, the How post was uh, June 14th, 2021. The twins Welcome to the world. 
Let me get their names right. It's Zion Mixolydian Cannon and Zillion Air Cannon. Air? Like hair. Like air. Oh, H-H-E-I-R. Oh, air. Air, yeah, yeah. air okay. cannon. Not like air, like Nike Airs. No. And uh, and then he captioned the photos, uh, Zion and Zilly. So I guess it's a Zion and, is it Zion and Zillion or Zion and Zillion? Do you think it would be? I don't know. Z-I-L-L-I-O-N. Aspirations of being a zillionaire? Right. Is it Zion and Zillion or Zion and Zillion? I think, um... What's your name? Lauren Hill. Also, her eldest son is Zion. Zion? As yeah. well, yeah. I like that name. So, and then, of course, he has uh, Moroccan and Monroe, um, nine-year-old twins with Mariah Carey. And then he, in December, with his ex-girlfriend, Brittany Bell, welcomed their second child together. Hold on. Nick Cannon got six kids? Six kids. Yeah. And this past December? Yes, I believe so. Hmm. It says, Cannon, it says, Cannon welcomed a baby daughter in December with his ex-girlfriend, Brittany Bell, their second child together. <clears throat> and then twins now with his next gal. Right, yeah. So, But the math December, doesn't work. December, January, February, March, April, May, June. There's some months in there, yeah. right? The There's math a, don't work, math, Nick. <laughs> no. <laughs> Unless he and the ex, yeah. if they broke up. But even still, if they broke up before, well... I guess could they have broken up like while she was? I think they broke up while she was pregnant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because that I math it doesn't that's, add that's up. A tri- that's tricky math, right? <laughs> like I'm not an accountant. Yeah, right. My dad is. He'll tell you. But yeah, he'll tell you the math don't add up. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the math is uh, that's tough counting. Yeah, Nick. <laughs> right there. Got some explaining to do. <laughs> Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Hello, Lauren. It's Roz and Mocha. Hello. Why are you reaching out to us today for FML? So, my partner left me while I'm pregnant, and I'm unsure, do I give the baby his last name or not? Yeah, so you wrote us this. Uh, hey, Razamoka, fix my life. Um, basically, my wonderful partner, and you were only, what, four months pregnant when he left? I was. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You don't know what the right thing to do, whether to give the kid his last name or your last name. You say that there's a bit of famous family history in your ex's last name, so you want your child to be connected to that, but you also don't want to give the kid the last name of a man who won't be involved in their life. Hmm. Interesting. Now, when you say that uh, your ex has a famous last name, as your child gets older, are there um, financials that he or she may benefit from? Which is why you're contemplating giving your child your ex's last name? Yes and no. Um, So it's a very complicated situation. Um, His dad played for the NHL and made made a name for himself in the NHL. I don't Mm. want to get too much into that. Sure. Um, So my ex has two two young daughters from a previous marriage as well. Mm -hmm. And yes, his family does help with them. But uh, I just wonder, too, if, if I think it's a bit of a neat connection to have. And I wonder, too, if having the same last name would help to have a relationship with his siblings as well. Hmm. Now, is your ex's family wanting to be involved in your child's life? Like, have they expressed so my, any of that? I'm not even sure if my ex has told them that we're expecting. Okay, then. Right. Do they know about you, though? Like, they know that you guys are dating? Oh, yes, point? they yeah, do. Yeah. They oh, okay. do. But things have gotten pretty nasty between my ex and I. Yeah. And he's indicated that he's unsure if he wants to be involved in this baby's life. And I'm at the point where I don't even know if I should put him on the birth certificate. Right. Hmm. 
But don't you want I money? But don't you want support from him? Yes, I do. But I don't know if it's worth the fight. Well, I would say it's a hundred percent worth the fight, whether he's around, yeah. whether he's around or not. Like you, you can't. We're not, we don't live. You, you can't contribute to a world of where a guy can get somebody like you pregnant and then dip without any sort of responsibility. That's like we try and prevent that at all costs. Because at the end of the day, it right. is still his responsibility. I mean, unless, unless, of course, the person is abusive and they're, you know, like oh, all, all, sure. of, all of this stuff. But, but you know, this to me sounds like you are willing to forego. And don't get me wrong. If you want to forego all relationship and don't even tell them about it, then have the kid give the kid your last name and that'll be, that'll be that. But... This is a fix that happens now while your 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 kid's going to be young enough uh, to where they don't start asking you questions. Mm-hmm. And this is going to set up you spending years, years lying to your kid. Yeah. I, and I, I know. I that is what I'm dreading. I don't know. I don't see a problem with you. Like, if you don't want to have your, your, your child uh, having the same last name as his father or her father, um, I don't see a problem with you giving that child your last name. But still, at the end of the day, the father still needs to be held accountable and be responsible and help you out with things. Is it morally okay to just kind of take the last name away from him? I mean, if he decides that he wants to be involved later down the line and I didn't give him his last name, he might be very upset. He might be, but that's, sure. I mean, that, that's a, you know, what's in a name, right? Like that's, there's the, the rules as far as, you know, why babies historically got, you know, the, the father's last name was because that was the only thing that really gave proof that the man was actually the, the father, right? Um, okay. But, but you don't need to, you don't need to do any of that um, anymore. It's sort of a, a, an old tradition that is just sort of expected in some weird way. You can give the kid your last name. You can give the kid a hyphenated last name. Mm. He could have both of your last names. Like there's no there's no rules to any of this. Like you sort of make up the rules as you're going. But if you decide to forego any connection between the baby and his father, one, you're, you're cutting yourself out for any sort of financial support, which is a big deal. But you're also, as soon as that kid says, hey, who's my dad? You know, you're going to spend the rest of your life lying to your kid. And I don't know if you want to do that. No, I don't. You know, you always say your one job is not to mess up your kids. Yeah. Does that help give you a little bit of clarity? It does. It does. Yeah. yeah. Hey, if we bleep it out, will you say the last name? <laughs> <laughs> we'll, bleep um, we'll bleep it out. I can tell you who yeah. he is if you bleep it out. Yeah, yeah. we'll bleep promise, it out. Promise, sure. Promise. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, he was um. So every his name. Oh, damn! All right. Okay. Cool. And he then he doesn't know that this kid's his, huh? I I don't think he knows that it's existing yet. I'm not sure. Things have gotten kind of bad. Interesting. Interesting. And so why doesn't why doesn't he want to be a part of your life? Or did he just like were you guys like a fling that just went too far and you wound up getting pregnant? No. Well, we we only dated for about eight months. Yeah. But we'd known each other for about fifteen years. Yeah. Wow. And when the time came, he was all on board. And when the time came that I wanted to have the big talk about finances, yeah, he checked out. Oh. Damn. And how much money does he have? Um. Enough. <laughs> Enough. Yeah, yeah. So I, I listen. Yeah. I, w- I, w- I would say you can't deny um, your kid, you know, access to at least the father's financials, and that is that. That's a that's tough, you know, to keep somebody in your life just simply based on on money. And even if he wants nothing to do with this kid, you still cash that check. Okay. Does that help, Lauren? 
It does. It does. It's different than what my friends have been saying, and I thought it might be so. Yeah. All right, cool. All the best, yeah. and, uh, and okay. congratulations. How are you feeling? Thank you. I feel great. Yeah. yeah. Okay, good. Halfway there, so, yeah. Good. Do you got Do you got somebody, you got support in your life right now? I have tons. I'm very lucky with my family and friends. Okay. Yeah. Beautiful. Good. Amazing. Good. All right, girl, you take care. Thanks, guys. Bras and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. Did you watch the end of the Kardashians last night? Girl? Girl? I know my friend taped it, like yeah. PVR. Yeah. He's going to watch it tonight. Yeah, okay, cool. Uh, let me play a little bit of it for you here, oh. some of the, the big moments that uh, that went down. So are you more interested in um, Scott and Courtney talking yes. about how the family is pressuring them to be together, but Courtney isn't ready? Yes. You want to hear that? Or do you want to hear Kim venting to Chris about not having a husband? <laughs> oh, yes. I want to hear that, too. <laughs> okay. So go with um, go with uh, Scott, and Court. Scott and Courtney. It's clip number one. Uh, hello, Scott and Court. Sorry, Scott and Court. My I'm bad. not going to be made to feel guilty <laughs> when the things that I've asked of you haven't been done. Mm. I think it's a lot of pressure when the whole family wants us back together. You know, Courtney needs certain things from me that I haven't still been able to provide her. And, you know, I think maybe we have to both realize that maybe we won't be together and we need to move on completely. I guess the truth is, deep down, I like to hear them say, mm-hmm. we want you to be with our sister, too. Mm-hmm. And I need to be more honest with them. The fact that we have what we have is amazing. And I just want to be thankful for that instead of always thinking there's more. I mean, Yeah, but. but. You know, we love each other. We trust each other. Yeah, we but. care about each other. We have kids oh. together. But. And our kids are happy. And but? things are going by okay. So, but for right now, this is where our lives are, and it's very, very good. Yeah, right. Oh. I'll tell you what your problem is, Scott. Oh, okay. You want the best of both worlds. Yeah. You want to have Courtney in your life, and obviously the kids, and you want to have that family life, but you also want to have and portray and live a single dude's life. Right. Which you can't have it all, bro. And didn't Courtney say that they would have possibly worked out had they not had to play out their relationship on the show? Yes. That's what she said. Yeah. It's interesting. Now, do you want to hear Kim but, talking to Chris about not having a husband? Oh, man. Yo, my, <laughs> let me tell you, man. This yeah. whole stuff with Kim and Kanye, <laughs> yeah. like my heart actually, like despite yeah. how you feel about Kim and like watching the show over the years and whatever, whatever. Sure. My heart actually breaks for her. Oh, because they got children, you right? know? Yes. But, but it's, it's interesting, though, because, again, we should remind people that as this was airing last night with Kim talking to Chris about being heartbroken over losing her husband because so much time has happened between mm. then and now. We're only seeing this play out now. Uh, Kanye is ripping all over France with Irina Shayk. Bradley Cooper's ex. Yeah, Bradley Cooper's ex. Like, having a great time. Yeah. I just feel like I've worked so hard in life to achieve everything that I've wanted to. And I've lived up to my expectations and achieved 10 times more than I even thought was humanly possible. But I don't have a life to share that with. Like, I do... Obviously, my kids and everything, but am I just going to sit here and think, okay, my kids fulfill me, and I'm good, and then I never thought I was lonely, and I never, I always thought, that's totally fine, I could just have my kids, my husband moves from state to state, and I just, I'm on this ride with him, 
And I was okay with that. And then after turning 40 this year, I realized like, no, I don't want a husband that lives in a completely different state. To me, I thought, oh my God, that's when we're getting along the best. But then that is sad to me. And that's not what I want. Mm -hmm. I want someone that we have the same shows in common. I want someone that wants to work out with me. Like every single day, Chloe and Tristan and I would work out at 6 a.m., the three of us, and I was third-wheeling it for a good, you know, eight months in quarantine. And I was so envious of that. I was like, wow, it's like the little things is what I don't have. I have all the big things. Yeah. I have the extravagant everything you could possibly imagine, and no one will ever do it like that. I know that. You know what I mean? And I'm grateful for those experiences, but... I think I'm ready for the smaller experiences that I think will mean a lot. Oh, you think him? uh, But Kanye wasn't never that guy, though. No, you know. And I think that maybe you think that somebody's going to come around once you start a family Mm -hmm. and you you settle down. You can still go off and be Kanye and please still be a genius and record. But and then come home at the end of the day and like curl up on the couch. But Kanye was never that guy. Kanye was never that guy. You think Kanye watches the show? Probably not, huh? Yeah, like, just out of know, curiosity but... to see, because he lived this yeah. timeline that we're all now seeing, yeah. but he just lived it from a different perspective. And just to get a look at some of the conversations that were happening yeah. about him while he was in Wyoming. Like, I wonder if he watches. Yeah, I don't know. But I think that there's a lot of dudes right now that never thought they had a shot that are like, what do you say? You ready for the little things? Yeah. Oh, girl. <laughs> the little things. Yeah. I got all the little things. <laughs> 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 this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, They did a poll and they asked people, how many meals could you cook without a recipe? Oh, so So if I asked you, how many meals could you cook without a recipe? Like five, maybe six. Really? Huh? Maybe less. Uh, No, I'm going to say less, like three. Really? Maybe. What could you cook without a recipe? I can do like a pasta dish. Yeah. Without a recipe. And what else? I could do like a breakfast dish. Like, without a recipe like what like bacon and eggs yeah you don't need a recipe for bacon and eggs okay so i can do one yeah um i thought you were going to come at me with a monster number right now no uh, more kidding i for a definitely second. i listen i enjoy cooking yeah but i need specifics you do huh yes i need i need a recipe okay i need to know how much of this how much of that okay of course i do okay but if i told you like if i if i told you um, like without using a package, right? Yeah. But you wanted taco meat. Uh-huh. Would you know what to throw in there? No. Just going to your spice cupboard? No. You no. wouldn't. Maury, how many rec- how many recipes, how many meals could you cook without looking without needing a recipe? Like from scratch, not from like a box or anything, like just <laughs> as is. <laughs> as is, nothing prepackaged, nothing from a box. Absolutely as, as is. nothing. Zero. Zero. This is shocking to me. Like, I mean, I can put salmon in the oven. Right. With salt on it. So 25% of people said less than four meals. 25% oh, wow. of people, 31 said that they could make between four and 10 different meals without a recipe. 39 said uh, more than that. And 6% of adults claim that oh. they couldn't make anything without a little help. I can make matzo brai. What is that? Where you soak matzo until it's soggy and then cook it with egg. <laughs> can, what's your number? I, I don't even know. Infinite. Like, yeah. like so, A lot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't use a recipe. 
at all. No, never. never really? No, never. I mean, no, no. Sometimes if, if it's something specific, like I'm making a batter for something, uh-huh. then then I will 100% because those things matter. Uh, but I don't bake, right? Like uh-huh. Catherine and Roxy have the stacks of books and printouts and everything else oh, yeah. because they bake. Because baking is a science to me, cooking is more of an art. So it doesn't really matter. You like have a little to bit of this, a little a bit of that. For baking, you do. That's yeah, how you course. know the ones over twos nah, and the ones but over even, fours. Yes. Even still, like for cooking, yeah. Because I'd be afraid to have too much of one ingredient or right. not enough of one ingredient. Interesting to me. Yeah, so like a I would stew. Definitely. Like if you wanted to make a stew. Nope, need a recipe. Really? Huh? I would follow along. Yep. That's incredible to me. Oh, yeah. I mean, I can now cook chili in the slow cooker because I've done it so much. It's not hard to do that. Right. Go through the recipe right now. Okay, so you your canned diced tomatoes, your ground uh, beef. How or big turkey. is the can, though? Like, what size can? Okay, I need a recipe. <laughs> <laughs> ingredient one. Yeah. <laughs> the first ingredient. Fold it already. <laughs> This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So uh, Conan O'Brien is winding down his show. Yep. He doesn't have a whole lot left. And he's I guess he's just bringing out all his like favorite people and favorite guests on his show. And Martin Short was on last night roasting. Conan. Oh, and when no. you roast Conan, it's all the general stuff, right? It's his height, it's his red hair, it's his pale skin, yeah. right? Like, you just go for the easy targets. Super skinny. Super skinny. And uh, Martin Short did not disappoint. My goodness, Conan, I have not seen you since the Capitol riots. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. You look fantastic. Well, thank you very much, Martin. It's yeah. very nice. You, you, you look like someone freeze-dried Prince Harry. Yeah, you know. <laughs> No, you look you look great. Those freckles are benign, right? Yes, the good? freckles no. are benign. Oh, no, you're pale. You are pale. You Your look side. like if you bleached bleach. <laughs> no, you look fantastic. Thank you, really you so good. much. And I'm excited to be here at eight le- more shows. It's, eight more. This is the yeah, you know. Is, uh, and who's your final guest? I'm assuming it's Jay Leno. <laughs> <laughs> Something wrong. I'm gonna be upset. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, that. Uh, so, like, is is this? Did Martin Short just set the bar? For nah, roast? Like, who yeah, else? Yeah, geez. Well, I don't know. I mean, Jack Black's the final guest. So, who else is coming up? Where they're gonna be able to like really give him some digs? Yeah. I will say this: Martin Short then performed like a song that he wrote, right? Where he was showing footage. Of David Letterman's final show. Like oh. it was like, oops, oh, wrong show. No. <laughs> oh, oh, that's a bad roast. Uh, but yeah, no, Conan is moving over to where HBO Max, HBO right? Max, to do yeah. a weekly, uh, to do a weekly show, not a nightly show. It's going to be like a very, very different kind of, but is it different still kind show? of show. No, I don't think it is. I think it's, I don't know what it is. I don't know or what like he's sketches doing. Or something? I, I, I'm not 100% sure because he was doing, Conan was doing specials too, right? Yeah. Where he was like going on the road and stuff. Because Conan was always really good with that. Even when he had his network show uh, for a brief period of time, the stuff that he did on the road was always really, really great. Yeah. And uh, so I don't know. I don't know exactly what the the HBO Max show is going to be. But um, like, does anybody like I didn't even know. Like, and I love Conan. I don't know. How, like, when's, what time does the show on on TBS? Couldn't tell you. Does anybody know? Do we even get it up here? TBS, yeah. Yeah, we do. It's, yeah. it's like 11 something. 11 30. 11 something. But I don't yeah. know. No, I have no, I have like no idea. 11 38? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. There's a uh, video on TikTok that's gone viral where somebody posed a question and then you as the user will go in and answer that question. Okay. Um, and this woman replied with the way she's been getting back at her ex-boyfriend. And this video has been viewed over 6.2 million times. So let me play this for you, okay? Mm-hmm. What's something that's incredibly immature that you will never stop doing? Ever since my ex and I broke up in 2016, I've had a very interesting tactic for revenge. My revenge comes in the form of email newsletters. So if I'm in the airport and I need an email address to give to the airport so I can use their Wi-Fi, I give them his. If I want to read an article and they need an email, I'll send them his. Do I want to be updated about events and happenings in the company? Yes. Topics of interest? All of them. And he doesn't know why. <laughs> so great. So she gave her ex-boyfriend's email address for all these things. So he's just getting spammed. So great. Right center, it's right? so great. Um, so like I said, it's been viewed 6.2 million times, this woman's TikTok. So, of course, her ex is going to find out about it. Right. And sees it and ends up messaging her. Oh, no. Yes. He goes, I received this like nine times. I'm getting abuse in all of my WhatsApp groups. (laughs) (laughs) And then she said, I didn't name you, though. I told people we were on good terms. What's everyone saying about it to you? How'd they recognize me? And then he said, how are we on good terms? And she replied, I know. (laughs) (laughs) so that's how she gets revenge on her ex by signing him up for all sorts of newsletters that is so petty i love it and he just gets spammed like crazy i love it has no idea how he's getting all these emails from places that he didn't sign up for oh it's so great i have an email address that i only use for stuff like that do you really? Yeah, a separate email address that I only use when I need to sign up for BS like that. And Do that, you ever go in and like... Yeah, that email oh. address, there's oh. nothing personal in that email address. Yeah. Like, I get nothing sent there um, that is of any use to anyone. And I will get still, because I started doing this probably, I don't even know, over a decade ago. Uh-huh. That was my sign up for everything uh, email address. And if you look at yeah. it, I get... <sighs> Hundreds and thousands a week really? of just garbage. Yeah, like, like save twenty five percent. Hollister having a sale this it weekend. It's absolute. <laughs> it's just it's absolute garbage. Really, I, and I would say twenty percent is too perverted to even open, because once you said perverted, yeah, I got something. I don't know what I signed up for at some point, uh-huh. but I signed up for something where I guess the company was overtaken by another company, and I had signed up one time just with my regular email address because I liked I liked a shirt they sold at this company. Yeah, and then I got um, an email uh, from. That what used to be the same company yeah. the other day, but they were offering me things. Um, I don't know what the appropriate way to say this is. Um, it's like a, a, a an, an appendage with uh, leather straps. Oh wow! Yeah, look at Maury's like forwarded. Yeah, Maury's like forwarded to me. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I had another meatball sub last night. Uh oh. Did you just I'm have heavy, one like on Monday? I'm heavy, heavy. Yeah, I made meatballs, and then I just have so many meatballs left over. How many did you make? I, I do a four meatball sub. Mm. Now, and are a we decent talking sized meatball too? Straight up meatball, or is it a mix of? 
What do you mean? Of um, like, is it all beef? No, you can never do an all beef meatball. Or are you doing like a veal chicken? Don't do kinda... veal. No. Don't do veal. No, I do mm. beef and pork. Okay, good one. Beef and pork. I don't do yeah. veal. Uh, but you can't do an all beef meatball. It's too dense. You yeah. need the so y- you need the airiness of ground pork in mm. order to do uh, a good meatball. No, my meatballs are very simple, and I'm sure that all the Italians are going to start texting in. Well, they're um, going to be taxing in because you call them Italians. No, I didn't. Um, uh, my meatballs, small meatballs are big. No, no, my meatball is the size of, what can I compare it to? Bigger than a golf ball, uh-huh. right? Smaller than a baseball. Smaller than a baseball, definitely. Um, about the size. Like a softball? No, no a softball. softball. Jeez, no, that's huge. You could never eat that. That's the size of a baby's head. Um <laughs> No, Yo, I've been to a uh, Italian spot where you in, get one big giant meatball in Chicago. Yeah, yeah, I don't, massive. I don't. Yeah, oh, I'm not so a fan good. of that. No, I just I do beef and uh, ground beef, ground pork, and then I, I keep it simple. I do uh, I do garlic, salt and pepper, uh, some fresh parm in there, and then for breadcrumbs, I soak bread in milk and Jeez. mix all the. So I take the crust off the bread and I soak the bread in milk, and then I squish it out with my hands. And then I throw I... that in there with an egg and I mix it all up like that. And that's how I form my meatballs with fresh parsley. I'm getting sleepy just hearing yeah. you describe this. Yeah. The sub. Yeah. That's, and then the other thing too with meatballs, and I don't know what's the more authentic way to cook a meatball mm. because I've done them both my, my, my whole life. Sometimes I will oil in a pan, fry the outside of the, the meatball. Sometimes I'll cook them full stop all the way in a pan so you get that crispy outside. But what I'm into lately with meatballs is all oven all the time. Really? Yeah. Yeah. All oven all the time. That's how I get the juicy balls. Right. Is that all oven all the time. And then when they're cooked, I'll throw some sauce on the top of it and cook a little mm. bit of sauce on the top. Sometimes I don't even do that. And I just save the sauce for the end. I cook the sauce separately. You move the and balls then, around or do you just I like leave it in there? Leave them. The whole time. Leave them. 350 for like 25 minutes. That's it. Don't even rotate them. At all. Just leave them. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. When that's how do I do. our uh, like meatballs with a pasta. Yeah. We will put them in with the sauce. Right. And let it simmer for like two hours. Right. That's what kind of what, what kind of pasta are you using? Um, a gluten free. But like what kind? Like what? Like spaghetti? Oh yeah, like spaghetti. Yeah. Or we use uh, penne or fusilli. Yeah. Yeah. I was. I don't discriminate pasta. No. See, I was. I was looking. I was watching a video where somebody had said that it was. She was Italian, like straight up Italian. Had the accent and everything. Um, she was so Italian when she talks, she flips in between Italian and English words and doesn't know she's doing it. Like that's how Italian gotcha. she is. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. she was saying that you never do spaghetti and meatballs, Why that not? you have to have oh, a thicker, a thicker egg based pasta if you're doing, if you're doing meatballs and that nobody does actually spaghetti and meatballs, which I found weird because to me, spaghetti and meatballs is like the most Italian thing yeah, ever. I love right? just, just a go plate together. of meatballs. Just, What's that? I love just a plate yeah, of meatballs. Yeah, plate of meatballs with some bread on the side. A little bit of sauce and a little bowl. To me, that's heaven, right? The way Matthew makes uh, meatballs is he buys sausages and takes the meat out of the casing and forms it from that. That's a sausage, though. Mm-hmm. No, but he forms meatballs from but, the sausage meat. But that's a sausage ball. Yeah, but he calls the meat. Well, it's still meat. Well, it's, it's yeah, and it is technically. Them. And he boils them. What? <laughs> Excuse <laughs> me, he boils a meatball. That yeah. is so disgusting. Oh my god! I'm gonna throw up. He boils sausage. Okay, meat. hold on. He boils sausage. He makes meat. Sa- he makes sausage balls and boils them. Yeah, and then dinner's up, and you eat them. Yes. With what? With what? Yeah. Like you shame. Like- <laughs> Lots of it. Yeah. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I know you're not really following up on the Jays. 
Yeah. But they have been killing I it know. lately. And yesterday's game, first of all, they played the Red Sox over the weekend, right? Yeah. And on Saturday, they slaughtered them 7-2. But I don't know if you saw the score. Cr- I just did. The of second. yesterday's yeah. game. Yeah. 18-4, to which included eight home runs. Wild, huh? The most ever by a visitor at Fenway. That's wild. Uh, the last time that record was hit was seven home runs by Baltimore, and that was back in 1967. God, that's crazy. So if there's any time to really be a fan of the Toronto Blue Jays. It's now, huh? Even though today I'm wearing a Toronto Raptors dress, ah, uh, whatever. T-shirt. Yeah, what are you going to do? <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> that one particular stat I didn't read until this morning. Yeah. Uh, but incredible game, 18 to 4. And I and I, I always wonder when it comes to baseball and you see these astronomical uh, divides in, 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 in scores, right? Yeah. Like if at some point as the other team, if the manager says, like, we just got to play this out or like, can you just forfeit? I yeah. guess you can't really forfeit. No, no. But this is back like. Because these... like, what's the chance of coming back Zero. from. Bah, like very low. Right. 18-4. It's very low. Like at what point in that scoring do you say, let's just play out the game? Like when the Jays have 10 runs. Yeah. You just keep going. It's baseball. You don't, you, yeah, you don't yeah. suck. It's, you don't, you don't bow out in professional sports. That's no, ridiculous. I know. That's I know, ridiculous. but like 18-4 is just. Yeah, it's, it's an embarrassing number and they should feel embarrassed by it. And hopefully they use it to, you know, regroup and, uh, and get better on the field. Uh, but uh, this reminds me like this much talk of home runs yeah. is especially with the Jays. And it's so, it's because it's so isolated to the Jays. Mm. This is like back with Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire. Right? Oh, like yeah. during, during the like the, the steroid rally oh, yeah. when those two juice heads were just, you know, going at each other, um, which was exciting baseball. I know it was some despite of the, most, the drugs, yeah, whatever. Let them do it. Who cares? <laughs> First, every, everybody. Did you see all this stuff about the sticky balls? The sticky balls? Sticky balls. What sticky balls? Sticky balls. Who has sticky balls? They all have sticky balls. Who's sticky balls? Everybody's balls are sticky. We you And it's about? a whole thing right now. Seriously? Yes. Was there sticky balls at the Jays game yesterday? Prop? Nah, maybe not, but they're saying that this is one of the reasons why um, pitchers are slowly going downhill and you're getting things like eight home runs in a game. Tell me about sticky balls. So they put like stuff on their balls, right? Yeah. And it like, it gives them better control. The pitchers. Of the pitchers, uh-huh. yes. It gives them better control of the ball, of their curve, of their spin, of their everything, right? Wow. And batters actually like it. They were talking to a bunch of ball players where they were like, let the pitchers use sticky balls because without the sticky balls, you get far more balls to the face. Right. So they were like, mm. let them use sticky balls because at least they have better control over it, which actually brings down the risk of injury to people at the plate. Sticky balls. Yeah. Face. But now they're cracking down on sticky balls. There was that one. There's that one video where the the pitcher threw it. The ball sort of went wild. It bounced off the ground and the guy's ball stuck right to the catcher's chest plate without him holding it. It's stuck there. Really? Yeah. Don't they have to check the balls, though? Well, who checks them, though? Who's in charge of that? Everybody's in on it. They're all in on it. Oh, they know. Yeah. Boss of the chest. Yeah, and I, and I, exactly, right? And who knows if they can detect, you know, 
Like what kind of sticky stuff yeah, you put on it? Yeah, and who puts it on it? Is the pitcher? Is it the is it the catcher who puts it on it and throws it back to the pitcher? Like you don't know these things. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, it's a whole deal. But that's one of the reasons wow. why they're saying there's things like eight home runs in a game. That's crazy. Well, they're, they're cracking congrats down on to the Jays at eighteen four win over the Red Sox and eight home runs yesterday. Yeah, the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, there's a woman in the Philippines who just excuse me gave birth to a baby boy. Congratulations, lady in the Philippines. And the dad wanted to give the kid one of those quirky names, much like how Elon Musk gave his kid that A sure yeah X A X twelve A twelve. I don't even know how you pronounce it. Um, but this guy's a super nerd. Okay, in the Philippines, and shout out to all my Filipinos out there. Mm-hmm. I don't even think that they would co-sign this. Okay. But this dad got his wife to agree to name their newborn son Hypertext Markup Language, a.k.a. HTML. So the kid's name is HTML? Correct. Uh, He's a web developer, loves his job, so that's part of the reason why he did it. Uh, He also said that his family has this long tradition of giving their kids weird names. And he wanted to honor that. For example, his name is Mac, but it's short for Macaroni85. Excuse me. His real name, his legal name is Macaroni85. Why the 85? I guess that was the year he was born. Oh. Uh, His sister's legal name is Mm -hmm. Spaghetti88. No, it's not. Swear. No, shut up. Yeah. Spaghetti88. Is is this like a language barrier thing, though? Do you think? Maybe? Maybe. No, you don't think so? No, absolutely not. Like you think English, like is like they're fully fluent, and they've chosen these names. Yes, macaroni and spaghetti. Yeah, macaroni okay. eighty five and spaghetti eighty eight. Okay, and now macaroni eighty five. His newborn son is named HTML. Right, Hitmel. How do you pronounce that? H. Hitmel. HTML. Like would they just shorten it? To Hotmail. H? Hotmail. No, not Hotmail. No. Um, I think that they would call him H, H for you sure. Think somebody's going to go around in life with the name H. Yeah. That's not even a cool, like there's a lot of one letter names you can have. Q. Are they going to call him uh, Hypertax? Q is a great name, right? Sure. B, you can call somebody B, right? That's a great name. X, you can call somebody X, right? Even V, you can call somebody V. You can't call somebody H. We're not going to go around work. calling them HTML. Why not? I'd, I make mean, pe- if- I'd make people call me HTML. I guess if that was, if that was name. my name. Right? Yeah. Or the long form hypertext markup language? Yeah, no, you can't do that. That's cruel. And then you got to have a last name on top of that. But is the full name hypertext markup language or is the full name HTML? No, I think it's hypertext markup language. And then he's just going to go to HTML for short. HTML for short. H for short, short. Yeah. Right. Interesting. Yeah, you can't go with H. Not at all? At all. No, 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 no. Mm. No, it's not one of the letters that you can use on its own to call somebody by their name. What? Though. Nah, it doesn't work. I'd call somebody H. Nah, even A. I would take A. A over a, H? Yeah, 100%. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Why though? Yeah, because H doesn't work. It just doesn't sound pleasant. No, 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 it doesn't sound ugly. Oh, wow. Yeah. No offense <laughs> to H or anybody whose name is H. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, don't Shout come out. To all the, the Heralds. <laughs> yeah. Heathers. Yeah. But that's Henry's. the thing. Nobody with the name, like, no, no Heather, no, no, none of her friends have ever called her H. Right? If your name is Vivian, your friends can call you V. Or Viv. Right? Mm-hmm. Even V, though. V. Like, sure. let's, let's go with one letter. Right? Okay. Right? Like, if you're, if you're, yeah. But if your name is Harold, no, none of your friends are calling you H. 
What's up, H? Yeah, yeah no, no. it doesn't happen. It doesn't sound right. No, H is one of those weird ones that you really can't do much with it. No offense to Harold's. Um, but that is, uh, I would say, um, stupid. <laughs> yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. James Wan, who directed Aquaman from 2018. I don't know if you saw this, what he posted on IG yesterday. No. It's just a picture of his laptop screen showing the title of the new Aquaman movie because they're in production meetings for the new movie right now. What's it called? Aquaman Soak It Up? Oh, no, that's for the third one. Oh. <laughs> Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. Um, and then he just captioned it rah. with, the tide is rising. Yeah. Rah. That's a lame title. Um, you don't like it? No. I mean, no, I don't a lame care. title. I don't care what it is. Aquaman was a lame movie. I didn't mind it. Really? Out of, huh? all, the, all, the, out of all the DC movies it's last. They... It's last on my list. Is it really? Yeah, last. Absolutely. And dead last. It made... Well, let me check on that, because I may be lying through my ass right now. Like, more last than Justice League? Both versions? Yeah. Really? Yeah. You yeah. would prefer to watch any of those Justice League movies over the Aquaman one? Yeah. Yeah, I, I did not like... Oh, maybe I liked Aquaman better than Suicide Squad. Yeah, I actually mm. enjoyed Aquaman more than any of the other... DC movies, really? Huh? With you. Yeah. And that movie made a billion dollars worldwide. Yeah. No, I'm not saying it. Like people, I know people loved it, and I can't, like, I can't argue why it wasn't good. Like, I'm not uh-huh. gonna, like, I don't have, I didn't sit there and pull it apart. I just didn't enjoy it, yeah. like at all. I don't like, I don't like the. When it comes to comic book movies for me, the ones that sort of rise to the top yeah. are the ones where a hero lives in a human world. Mm-hmm. And you have that sort of crossover of an extraordinary human being living in a sort of layman's world where awful things happen. And you can see the difference in what makes a super special. Aquaman takes place under the water where everybody is a fish person. And yeah. I wasn't interested in that, right? At all. Like, it just wasn't my wasn't my thing. I liked Shazam mm-hmm. because Shazam was just like a kid, took place in the regular world, great origin story, fighting bad guys, but sure. people are still riding buses, freaked out with what's going on. There was no human, there, were, there was no sort of humanity to Aquaman that, that dragged me in at all. And it was just pure underwater fantasy, which yeah. just is not for me. Well, the sequel is uh, coming out December 16th, 2022 is when they're hoping to drop in. Aquaman's a tough one to do in that sort of regular world. Like you can't Clark Kent Aquaman unless it like what's like it like it's going to take place on a cruise ship, right? Like you can't have mm. him interact with real people in that sort of same way. Right. right. I mean, he tried like he tried, right? They tried to have him mix in with with normal folk in that little town, but they all kind of like knew who he But not doing Aquaman things though. Right. Like his his superpowers are only great when he's in the water. Yeah. Right? Devin Moore. What are you talking about? It's going to be great. Here we go. Here we go. What what are you talking about? That's what you came in here for? Yeah. Yeah, all this way. Yeah, all this way. He's out of breath. (laughs) Was it worth it, Maury? Now he's got to take a knee. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, the uh, the sequel's title is Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, Google Trends. It's a section where you can see um, basically what people are searching for right around the world. Yeah. And they'll also give you in real time what's uh, trending in whatever region. Sure. For example, 
I learned today that out of everywhere in Canada, right across Canada, the one province that searches or has been searching the most about COVID news and information mm-hmm. is Manitoba. Out of everywhere really? in Canada. Yes. Yeah, they got hit pretty hard, though. Um. So, and every now and then there's like uh, Google Trends or Google will release a, a story, like a fun story of like what people are, are searching for in yeah. different places around the world, right? Um. So what they did now is they posted a map in the U.S. of the number one word that each state has Googled because people aren't sure how to spell that word. Right. Tennessee is the only state with a number one word search, and that word only has four letters in it. People in Tennessee want to know how to spell the word gray. So if you're in Tennessee, I would say it's G-R-A-Y, correct? Correct. Right. Whereas everywhere else, it's G-R-E-Y. Yes. Um, There are five states that are having trouble with five-letter words. Wisconsin cannot spell the word quiet. Kentucky. People put the E on the end, I bet, right? I bet, probably. you get quite. Um, Kentucky doesn't know how to spell the word color. We're in the States, it's C-O-L-O-R. Right. Over here, it's C-O-L-O-U-R. Right. We do the O-U a lot. Uh, Hawaii didn't know how to spell bagel. Really? South Dakota can't spell the word equal. And North Carolina doesn't know how to spell the word donut. How? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> how do you nut? Um, people in Arizona want to know how to spell the word friend. Indiana want to know how to spell assist. Sorry, um, friend is for Arizona and Indiana. Right. The word assist is what's being searched for in Utah. Hungry in Mexico. And this one's a weird one, okay? Mm-hmm. In Pennsylvania, what they're Google searching on how to spell mm-hmm. is the word cousin. Oh, oh, excuse me. <laughs> like how close, how close is too close? Is second okay? <laughs> Is that what they so want to know? I don't know, know. what's out there in Pennsylvania. Uh, Delaware uh, folks are searching for the word career on how to spell that. Yeah. And then in Connecticut, they want to know how to spell the word bougie. Oh, yes. <laughs> I used to, I, I used to, I had a good friend. Um, she was from Australia and her name was Tamara. Mm-hmm. T-A-M-A-R-A. Yeah. And she went to school for a brief time in maybe like... Alabama or Kentucky, one of those like big football schools. Um, she went to university there for a, for a, for a while, and when she left, she was leaving the school and going back to Australia for a while. And on her going away card, a bunch of her friends got together and just wrote her like a bunch of little notes on her going away card. And her name is Tamara T A M A R A. Two people on her going away card wrote her name. T-O-M-O-R-R-O-W. Oh, no. Oh, no. Tomorrow. Because no. that's because nobody says tomorrow. Everybody only says tomorrow. See you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. Oh, yeah. So they thought her name, they thought the girl's name was tomorrow. But because of slang and just the way we say words, yes. it's tomorrow. They assumed that her name was tomorrow because she introduced herself as Tamara. Again, these are uh, Google Trends. They're, they're posting um, in, the, in the U.S. which words 
certain states are searching for the absolute most. Yeah. Uh, the number one most common word, people in California, Nevada, Oregon, North Dakota, Illinois, New York, and New Jersey cannot spell is the word beautiful. Yeah, that's a tough one. And I, I always screw up restaurant. Art. I always get a red line at a restaurant. Really? Yep, always. And autocorrect. Yeah, I just let it do its thing. And finally, the number, number one word uh, people in Colorado have to Google to spell right is the word Colorado. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Do you see uh, Cristiano, Cristiano Ronaldo screwed over Coca-Cola real bad? What happened? So... He was doing a press conference on Monday yeah. at the Euro. Uh. And when you walk out, the sponsors, they always litter that table with sponsorships, right? Yeah. And Cristiano Ronaldo walks out, and there's two bottles of Coca-Cola there. Okay. And he grabs the two bottles of Coca-Cola mm-hmm. and just slides them far enough out of frame where they're not in his shot. Like on purpose? On oh, purpose. Does he have like another sponsor no, or something? No. And then oh. he grabs a bottle of water and basically then just says like, drink water, right? Yeah. So listen to this. Listen to the clip. Like you, there's not much here, but this is the moment it happened. Oh. Sliding the bottles. Sliding of the bottles, yeah. yeah. Coca-Cola. Oh. Boa tarde a todos. Queria dar as boas-vindas à conferência de imprensa da divisão do Portugal. Right? And then he picks up water and just says agua, right? Like water. water drink, yeah. drink water. Hydrate. So... Right after that, uh-huh. by the end of the press conference, Coca-Cola shares had dropped 1.6% from $55.22 from $56.17. So Cristiano Ronaldo... 90, 95 cents. Cristiano Ronaldo sat at that press conference, yeah. moved two bottles of Coca-Cola off to his left. Uh-huh. By the end of the press conference... He cost Coca-Cola $4 billion in market share. What? Just for that 95 cents? Because that's or what, just be, for their sliding those two Coke bottles over? Yes, because that, <gasps> that's, what their, that's, what, that's what their market share dropped by. So you're telling by. me the world saw that and they were like, we're done with Coke? It matters. Stuff like that matters. Or people who invest in Coke? No, it's just it's just valuations, right? It's like that stuff. It's like when Oprah, remember when Oprah said something about Mad Cow? And she destroyed the beef industry. Mm. It was like it was crazy, right? People like, are like, where are you getting your facts from? You no, know, it was it was it was factual. But but Oprah like destroyed. Like she made, she like did some damage to the beef industry. So did they expect like he was just going to leave it there? They That's, just thought that he would just so whatever. Okay. Right? So so later on in a statement, Coca Cola said everyone is entitled to to their drink preferences. Then they said players are offered water alongside Coca Cola and Coca Cola Zero sugar Mm -hmm. on arrival at the press conferences and basically they are allowed to do whatever they want with whatever the drinks they're offered everything Mm -hmm. um most people don't move them right because as an athlete you're not going to down a bottle of coke before you sit there and do a press conference no and cristiano ronaldo doesn't want to sit there in front of he's a health nut right yeah like he's he think he has like seven he's one of these guys that has like seven naps a day and like 14 meals right like he doesn't want to sit there in front of bottles of coca-cola yeah and so he slid them off to the side cost coca-cola four billion dollars in market share Right. There was another player who's Muslim who plays for Man U Uh who walked out and one of the sponsors with a bottle sitting right there on the table was Heineken. 
And right before his press conference, he grabbed the bottle of Heineken and slid it off to the side. Because really? he's like, I'm not sitting at a table uh, with a bottle of beer. Yeah. Right? It's like, it's not my jam. I don't drink. I don't do this stuff. Um, not as popular as Cristiano Ronaldo. He didn't affect Heineken in any way. Right? <laughs> right? Yeah. Somebody on the other side of the table probably grabbed him and was like, thanks, bro. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Cristiano Ronaldo, $4 billion Damn. in market value is what he cost Coca-Cola. That's crazy. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I think maybe, maybe we kind of got confirmation from Drake as to when Certified Lover Boy is going to be coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, this album's been delayed so much. And he went as far as um, putting out that video over the holidays, the Christmas holidays, yeah. advertising that Certified Lover Boy would be dropping in January. And then still no word until, like, before spring started, it was like, okay, the album's going to be delayed. Mm-hmm. We were saying the other day that it's almost as if he's redoing a bunch of it and just not saying anything, right? Yeah. I think that's that might have been what happened. He probably listened to the project, yeah. scrapped the whole thing and said... And also tastes change, right? Completely. Yeah. I'm just going to do uh, brand new because since he announced that the album was going to be delayed again for like the third time... Right. All over IG, he's not posting... Like there's no mention of the album whatsoever. He's pushing candles. He's pushing OVO gear. He's pushing, like, you know, shots of his son yeah. or him, like, hanging out in L.A., doing parties or kicking it with LeBron or attending different events, but, like, no word whatsoever on the album. There was, like, that one clip a couple of weeks ago where he posted, uh, it was a video, him and 40, I guess, chilling in, like, the studio, and 40 was, like, maybe editing a song, mm-hmm. and he did, like, 15, 20 seconds where he played the audio but who knows if that's even for his own track because he popped up on like so many other artists music mm-hmm. right he was on migos's album that dropped on friday he was on Nicki minaj's album uh that dropped last month the beat me up scotty like the the bonus album mm-hmm. where it's him and little wayne with Nicki minaj he's like popped up on like number of, of tracks but just no word on his own maybe he wrote a bunch of songs because he was like an anti-vaxxer and thought that like everybody would be the same and then he realized that oh man no i gotta take those off <laughs> you know what i mean let me redo these songs yeah um so I over the weekend he was at a um a rap battle that took place i believe in la because that's where he's been lately and talking about coming back or asked if he would come back because there's uh i guess the continuation of it in like mid-september mm-hmm. so they asked him about it, and then he brings up Certified Lover Boy. They ain't coming back Wait, again. Shot a drink. Shot a drink, man. You coming back? Don't quote him on that. When is it? <laughs> when is it? <laughs> don't quote me on that. You know, I'm I'm gonna drop. Drop. Don't quote him on that. It is. I don't know the dates. It's, 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 they don't have a date. They don't it's have in, a date. It's, in, it's, in the end of, it's at the end of the summer. Oh, yeah. I'll be there. My album will be out by then. Okay, okay. So they said end of summer, mid-summer, end of summer, and he said my album will be out by then. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that's confirmed, mm-hmm. but it's finally like something from Drake talking about potentially but, releasing the album. But what makes but this different than the last time he said this? Nothing. nothing. Absolutely nothing. Yeah. He could say, yeah, it'll be out by summer yeah. or by September. And then September rolls around, no album. He'll be like, right. still working on it. Yeah. It'll be out by 2022. Yeah. Who knows? But that's the only thing we have so far from Drake's mouth. About the album, Certified right. Lover Boy. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Disney's new animated movie, Luca, is available right now on Disney Plus. 
Jacob Tremblay stars as Luca. Sasha Baron Cohen is a voice in there. Giacomo Giannotti is a voice on the, oh, in the yeah? movie. Maya Rudolph as well. Uh, and Jim Gaffigan. This movie is awesome. I've watched it twice now. Really? Oh, yeah. It is wow. so good. I cried. Yeah. Did you? I bawled my eyes out because yeah. I'm jealous of the two friends. I didn't have friendships like this. Right. So Luca yeah. is a uh, little sea creature, lives in, obviously, in the water. Mm -hmm. It takes place in Italy, and he comes up out of the water and forms a friendship with, uh, with a human. Well, right. when he comes out of the water, he turns into a human. And then when he goes into the water, he turns back into a Like a monster. mermaid. But, like, all of the scales disappear. Right. Yes. Okay. Um, so Jim Gaffigan is in the movie who Dammit Mori talked to, and in regular Dammit Mori fashion, oh, he, no. whenever he speaks to somebody, I make famous, it awesome. He <laughs> sucks up to them, <laughs> yes, right, yes. big time. Uh, and then just the conversation, it gets a little weird. Okay. And this one, it had the potential of being normal. The thing that gets weird, and that freaks everybody out, at least for me, is whenever Mori uses the word daddy oh god this movie was absolutely incredible i was crying watching this movie i was so jealous of the two kids in this movie because i didn't have a friendship like that so i was like i want that <laughs> <laughs> now in the movie you're an incredible dad and in real life you're an incredible dad you have that daddy voice in this movie. Was that, did that just come naturally to you as a father to have daddy voice? I think so. I think it was, you know, I'm kind of this uh, confused, distracted, preoccupied dad anyway, you know, but, and I used to feel uh, guilty about it, but you know, like as parents, we, we like to think that we know everything about our kids, but when, as you know, when we look back on our childhood, we kind of think, "Oh, our parents didn't know what was going on." So it's kind of a somewhere in between that. Daddy, like how at the very Daddy. beginning, Jim Gaffigan didn't even acknowledge no. the fact. What do you more... say? You're talking to a guy. He's like, "I didn't have any friends." You're yeah. like, "God damn, I'm just trying to promote a movie, man." Like, <laughs> take it to the couch. <laughs> Save it for group, man. <laughs> and of course, as things get uh, get better in the states. Um, tours are happening there. You've seen like hockey games and basketball yeah, games. They're allowing crowds and crowds of people into, uh, into arenas. And I know Jim Gaffigan is getting ready to, to hit the road, which is something that Maury asked him about. You are going to be returning to stage very soon. Um, <laughs> is that exciting to you? Or are you a little nervous about getting back into the real world of things? I, you know, I, there's definitely some concern, but it's, you know, the weird thing is about stand up is, Fear is the best motivator. So even when you, uh, you're obviously always trying out new material, but it's like when you're not frightened, that's when you bomb. You know what I mean? When you think you haven't figured it out, that's when you're going to fail. So it's like it's the cobbling it together or the, or the drive to kind of uh, do it properly that keeps you on your toes. Like he's, like he's doing Broadway in the 40s. When you return to stage. <laughs> <laughs> You're away with words, Maury. It's next level. That is uh, Jim Gaffigan. The new movie uh, Luca to watch is available this, now on Disney+. Plus. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hi, Susanna. It's Roz and Mocha. Happy birthday. Like Roz and Mocha? Like Roz and Mocha. Oh, my God. Roz, well, Roz, and you. Mocha. Roz and Mocha. Roz, Roz, yeah. and Mocha. How are you? I'm good. 
I'm better now. What's going on? So you were not expecting this call. Well, my husband kind of said, oh, I'm going to get Mocha to call you. And I was like, no, you're not. And then here you are. Husbands are the worst. Yeah. Husbands have been blowing this for like a real long time now. Always. People used to call in and they would really be able to keep it a secret. But every time we try and surprise somebody with one of these calls, your loudmouth husband has already spoiled it. Yeah. Either says something or acts weird around you yeah. the day of and like always checking your phone and being yeah. like, yo, is your volume up on your phone? Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Man. Yeah. W- wouldn't it be cool if Mocha called for your birthday? Like, that would be so weird. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, man. You're ruining everything. Oh my gosh. This is great. I love you guys so much. How long have oh. you been listening for? Um, I don't even know. It's been a, it's been a long time. Yeah. I, at least five years oh, when okay. I got my first car and started driving to work yeah so big day for you today uh you're dirty 30 what are you doing to celebrate i know it's like your second covid b day and you can't really do too too much but uh what's uh what's what's the big plan well well, i'm a twin so i'm gonna celebrate with my twin sister and my parents because we're in the same bubble um so yeah that's it just a small dinner are you guys uh are you guys identical no we're fraternal you're fraternal so what's that what's that like um it's great i mean you just have a best friend for life um, since day one. Um, so it's very special and we're best friends and we actually had babies a month apart. So we're actually, that oh, wow. so, yeah. really, huh? Damn. do you wish you were identical? No, you don't just because like, yeah, it's, it's good to be different. When you're fraternal, what is that? Is that like you're born the same day, but like you don't look the same. You don't look the same. Yeah. Yeah. We don't look the same. Okay. Yeah. So, like, like the property brothers. Sure. Yeah. So how who's older out of the two of you? She's 12 minutes older than me. Oh, damn. Did she throw that in your face? <laughs> all the time. Oh, she does? Yeah, all the time. <laughs> now, are you like, are you guys like around the same height? Are you around, like, how close are you? Um, We're very different. Like, people don't even consider us twins. They think we're just siblings because we're very different looking. Right. My sister looks like my mom. I look like my dad. That's yeah. crazy. Damn. That's crazy how that happens. Like, fraternal twins almost freak me out more than identical twins. Right. Like, I can wrap my head around identical twins if I'm a little drunk. Um, but, <laughs> but, <laughs> but fraternal twins, fraternal twins are uh, are, are, are crazy. Um, so that's great. So you guys are celebrating together. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Do you have the same? Yeah. Did you guys like have the same taste in guys and stuff when you were growing up? Um, no, we always had very different tastes. But we're both married to Italians, so I guess um, culture matters. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yo, that, those dinners, those big family dinners, must be amazing, huh? Oh my gosh, the pasta and the focaccia oh. and the pizza. Mm. Yeah, mm. hit me up. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Susanna, happy birthday! Thank you very much for being such a, a dedicated listener of the Raza Mocha Show. Uh, much love to your loudmouth husband Matthew, who yes. reached out as well. <laughs> to say <laughs> that you're a big fan and uh, he wanted to surprise you, not surprise you. Yeah, thank you. And between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? Mm, I, I thought I had this planned, but now I'm, I'm so torn, but I'm going to say Mocha just because you make my Fridays and my week just so much better with your big Friday yell and I love it. So oh, wait a second. So I make every other day, but Mocha makes Friday, so he gets the win? Yes, let's do that. Are you happy if I say yes to that? No. <laughs> <laughs> Ross would much would much prefer consistency. <laughs> uh, happy birthday, Susanna. Thank you so much. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hello, Roz and Mocha. Who's this? Jessica, how are you guys? Good. What's going on, Jessica? I just wanted to uh, tell you who my favorite is. I haven't heard it in a couple of days. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? So, Mocha, I love your laugh, but Roz, 
I got to give you the shout out because I find that you make everybody laugh and you have all the facts and it's that's a hard gig. So to make thousands and possibly millions of people laugh every day, I got to give my shout out to you. You got to give your shirt to me? The shout out. Oh, shout out. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry. 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 Wow. We're talking here. Um, wow. So Ross is the funny one now? Wow. He's super funny and to do that every day, that's, that's a hard gig. So I got to give my props to you. It's really not, honestly. I put like. It is? I put, I, I saw the last couple of, you know, since like COVID and all this, uh-huh. I give like 60% most days. Oh, wow. Damn. Yeah. More than enough for people <laughs> like me. <laughs> I, I work in a long-term care facility, so hearing you guys every morning before I have to go into what I have to do every day really helps, so thank you yeah. both. I, I think that people in your situation where you work with people who aren't necessarily the most lively bunch um, probably find us far more entertaining, <laughs> right? Hey, there's so many of us, we appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, uh, that's I, I man, ever since, the, especially this you know last year and a half, Mocha and I have just heard some of the, the greatest compliments from people who have listened to this show, uh, where they went from listening to this show to sort of using this show over the last year because there have been a lot of moments where you needed a break from everything that was going on and you needed a laugh and a little bit of an escape. And what we've heard from so many people is that's actually what we do on this show. If you're ever wondering what this show is, um, we've been told countless times over the last year that that's exactly uh, what this show is. And it is the highest compliment uh, that can be paid. And we are more than happy to be that thing for people during all of this. Thank you so much. Uh, Jessica, you're the best. Thank you very much. I don't mind losing out to Roz. Uh, for being your favorite, what, what was it again? Because he reminds you of uh, some of the elderly that you work with on the daily. Is that what it was? You got it right on the yeah, dot. Yeah, Shut up. That's what it was. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take my braided belt off and beat your ass, Mocha. <laughs> Thanks, Jessica. Have a good day. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye, love. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, it's news time. Oh, uh, yeah. Hey, Mocha. Yes, sir. Are uh, you ready? Damn right. <laughs> Let's do the news. A Roz and Mocha show and kiss 92.5 news break. Uh, Dr. Dre and uh, Jimmy Iovine, both billionaires. Yeah. Um, New headphones? No, they're opening their own school. What? They said that they would spend whatever is necessary to make this school, which will be in South Los Angeles, successful and sought after, and a place that will motivate L.A. students to be critical thinkers, entrepreneurs, and innovators. The move represents a rare investment in the nation's second largest school system, where more than 80% of students are Latino and black, uh, and about the same number come from low-income families. The new school will, quote, be a magnet school, meaning that students can apply from across the, like, the massive sprawl district um, where this will be transportation will be provided wow. uh, LA school superintendent Austin Botner uh, said that the district has an obligation to find new and better and more engaging programs for schools uh, the Dr. Dre and Jimmy Iving effort he said could create quote the coolest high school in America Wow! Iving and Dr. Dre sold Beats if you remember back in 2014 for 3 billion dollars yeah. and then they went on to be executives at Apple but uh, they're building a high school is uh is what their plan is you know who something similar not a full high school a smaller school for like a couple hundred kids maybe yeah will i am yes he has something similar where it's a tech um tech based yes critical thinking type thing right as well the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast 
Uh, Roger Waters, who was the singer for um, and just sort of major architect of Pink Floyd all those years ago. Uh, one of their most popular songs that you guys all know is uh, Another Brick in the Wall Part 2. So here's a little taste of that. Right? Everybody knows this. Yes. Climax spins it on the show all the time. Mm-hmm. Everything else. So Roger Waters was at an event to support WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange. Okay. And he was talking about how he had just been approached by a company mm-hmm. to license this song for something that they wanted to do. And so here's Roger, Roger Waters' response to that. Okay. This is something that I actually put in my folder when I came out here today. It's a request for the rights to use my song, Another Brick in the Wall 2, in the making of a film to promote Instagram. So it's a missive from Mark Zuckerberg with an offer of a huge, huge amount of money, and the answer is you. Oh! No way. This oh is a, the insidious movement of them to take over absolutely everything. I will not be a party to this bull Zuckerberg. How did this little who started off by saying, she's pretty, we'll give her a four out of five. She's ugly, we'll give her a one. How the did he get any power in anything? And yet here he is, one of the most powerful idiots in the world. (laughs) Wow, this guy does not like Zuckerberg, huh? Nope. Wow. Nope. Powerful idiots in the world. Right? Not a fan. Well, good for him, though. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Selma Hayek on uh, Ellen yesterday. Selma, you know, you know, I feel about people who own, own weird pets, right? Like every now and then. Yeah, you don't get it. Nah, when you're walking down the street and you see somebody just standing there in front of like the dollar store with a snake around their neck. Yeah. On a Tuesday afternoon. Like, don't do that. <laughs> um, Selma Hayek is an owl lady. She is? Yeah, she owns an owl. No. And I and I guess um, owls eat like critters. Oh, yeah. And then they barf up the hair from those critters. No, they don't. But only the owl in this story barfed up the hair of one of those critters on like somebody who is super famous. Listen to this. There is this ball of hair that comes out of their mouth. Yeah, after they eat the, yeah, the animal, then they regurgitate the hair of the animal. Yeah. Yes, and, and one time there was a very important celebrity, I will not say his name, and he was really excited about the owl and was hoping that the owl would go on his head because it was on me. And the minute he least expected it, it came on his head, but then he, he did the thing. Oh. And this thing came out yeah. all of Barf. Rat hair was on his head. Ew. He, he was okay. He was kind of yeah. screen. Just before you go, who was a celebrity that the, the owl was sitting on? You can tell us. Harry Styles. That's what I thought. <laughs> no, Harry Styles? <laughs> that, I got him in trouble. He was super cool, by the way. He was super cool uh, even with that happening. Yeah, that's, that's hilarious. He's the best. Yeah, Harry so, Styles. Yes, what so was Harry Styles doing at Selma Hayek's house? I, I don't know. Maybe they were working together, doing something together. But anyway, Selma Hayek's owl threw up a hairball on Harry Ooh. Styles' head. Rat uh, hairball. That's so rat gross. hairball. Rat oh, hair. Yeah. Do you have gross. rats in your neighborhood? Uh no. We have like little tiny little mice. Yeah, but no rats though. No huh? rats. Yeah, I haven't we, seen we, any. Got, we got rats in my neighborhood. Oh, that's so gross. Yeah. No thanks. It's not cool. I saw this thing on uh, on Twitter. 
one of those ads popped up yeah. from the UK right. where it's a bucket that has um, like a flappy yeah. top yeah. where you smear food like this. Peanut it, butter. Peanut butter yeah. is the example. That's that what mice like. This, like uh, this video showed. And then the mice, they just run up the the ramp. Yeah. Of this bucket, yeah, and they go to reach for the peanut butter, and, it's and then like they a fall trap door. in, yeah, yeah, and you and can then, fill a bucket in no time. Whoa, it's so gross. Yeah, I watched that video. I was like, "There's, there's no way, yeah, absolutely no way," because then in my mind, it would just gross me out knowing how many mice are actually in and around my neighborhood. Do you not have mice in your house at all? No, no, none. I bet you do. No, we yeah, don't. guaranteed. I don't think so. Guaranteed, you do. Do you no, have, do, no, you have no. do you have traps? We have, um, like, bait stations outside. Yeah. Are they full or are they empty? Have you checked them? Uh, the last time we checked, one was full. Yeah. The other one was, like, half empty. Yeah, yeah. Those bait stations are uh, crazy. It's a crazy technology. It just dehydrates them, right? Oh, does it? I don't even yeah. know. Yeah, but no, we have rats in my neighborhood, like, big rats. Really? Big. <laughs> like, yeah, big. Oh, that bucket? like <laughs> Big rats. Oh, yeah. I, when I saw that that Twitter ad, yeah, I had to click the button that says like, "Don't show me this again." Really? Yeah, it's so wow. Are you like you scared of mice? No, I'm not scared. It's just a thought of a bucket full of rats. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, I know, even saying a bucket full of rats <laughs> is like, what did you do to deserve yeah. that life? Because then you have to go right? and discard. Like, where are you going to put them? Because they're still alive. Yeah, I know. Then where are you going to put them? Yeah. Well, Dump them out on the street, well, no? If, yeah, if you ask Catherine, she's like, just drive them up the road and let them all go, and they're going to be back in anyway. Oh yeah, Maury. What is worse, a bucket full of rats yeah. or a bucket full of roaches? Oh, bucket full of rats. Yeah, I'd say absolutely. bucket full of roaches. You would, huh? Absolutely. No way. Yeah, I've lived with both, and um, the rats <sighs> are, yeah. <Rats. laughs> I, got, I got the heebie-jeebies. I'm definitely huh? afraid of roaches. Why? Oh, because I've lived with them, and they're just the scariest little things. Scary! And, and, scary. and when you're in Israel, they fly. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Only some, when you're some, in Israel? Yeah. Well, unless you bring one back. Yeah, some roaches are... Uh, they're, Ugh, gross. Yeah, okay, they're, next, they're next, next, next. They're disgusting. Okay, bucket full of rats. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Kevin Hart uh, took to Twitter to defend his comedy against critics. I guess somebody said that he wasn't funny or whatever. Oh, no. Uh, but Kevin Hart said this. I got time today. Um, the he's not funny slander is the best. This is for you. I have three stand-up comedy specials that are all in the top 10 highest grossing comedy specials of all time. Damn. Two of my comedy specials are in the top three of all time. Right. He goes on to say, I've been the highest grossing comedian in entertainment for years now. Uh, I have also been the highest grossing comedian in the box office with over four billion in earnings. You guys are what makes this business run because it's not about getting to the top. It's about doing your best to stay at the top after you get there. J. Cole said it best, quote, if you're laughing at a millionaire, the joke's on you. Oh, facts. <laughs> Damn. Wow, he was really in the feelings that day, huh? Yeah. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, Zoe Deschanel talking to Andy Cohen. Uh, she's got a brand new dating show. Is it like a celebrity dating show? Is that what it is? Yeah, it's, uh, it's Zoe Deschanel and... Um, Who's she co-hosting with? What's that guy's name? Michael Bolton, right? Oh, right. Uh, Zoe Deschanel, of course, also uh, dating Jonathan Scott of the Property Brothers. This is uh, Zoe talking to Andy Cohen. Speaking of the dating game and dating, I love it that you and Jonathan Scott are together. Were you a Property <laughs> Brothers fan before you met? Yeah. You know, it's like one of those shows like I always liked and I would like, 
it was like relaxing. Like, it's so nice. You know, the beginning of the show, the house doesn't look good. The end of the <laughs> show, the house looks great. And it's like fun to watch, you know, all the way through. And I was always like, oh, this is like a show I put on. I like relax. Like I, you know, it's it, it wasn't serialized. So I didn't need to like, you know, um, like commit to watching every single one. I always, always felt like relaxing to me. But I never like even thought like, oh, I would, you know, meet Jonathan. And <laughs> that like right. never even crossed my mind. So when we ended up doing, we did carpool karaoke together. And um, I was like, oh my gosh, he's just the nicest person. Do you yeah. double date with the brother too? Do you yeah. double date with oh, yeah. Drew? Yes. Definitely. Drew and Linda, they're fantastic. Yes. <laughs> I wonder uh, if she's, she's ever great. at home. Like, she's home alone watching the show, mm -hmm. and then, like, he comes home. Honey, I'm home. Mm -hmm. Hey, I'm here. Mm -hmm. And, like, she quickly changes the channel. Yeah. I, I, like, would that be weird? No. Like, if I, he walks in and she's watching, not, like, she's hiding no. that she's watching the show. No. But, like, if it's weird for him to walk in and, like, your girl's watching you on TV. No, I think I think what would be weird is if you walked in and your show was on the television and then and then your girl was on the couch sleeping. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Where it's oh. like, oh, boring. Sorry, huh? babe, I, I fell asleep watching <laughs> yeah, TV. Bo boring, huh? So I'm not like that's what you think of the show. Like, no, no, no. It was something she's like, before. No, no. She's like, no. I told you before. I find the show relaxing. Yeah. So boring. No, 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 no. <laughs> no relaxing. Uh, there we go. I love them. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Rena Moreno has issued an apology. So Rena Moreno, um, massive uh, star, one of the original stars of, um, what's that play? West Side Story. West Side Story. Thank you. She was on Colbert the other night and she was addressing the backlash on social media for Lin-Manuel Miranda um, with the lack of Afro-Latino actors in main roles for Lin-Manuel's In the Heights. Mm -hmm. And this is what she said on Colbert the other night. Can we talk for a second about that criticism about Lin Manuel? That really upsets me. Oh yeah, for Did the people who don't, for the people who don't know, there's been some criticism for the lack of uh, Afro Latino people in In the Heights, uh, yeah. the, the the movie adaptation of his of his play. I mean, it's like what, you do you, what never, do you make of that? You can never do right. It seems this is the man who literally has brought Latinoness and Puerto Ricanness to America. I couldn't do it. I mean, I, I would love to say I did, but I couldn't. Lin-Manuel has done that. Are, are you saying that while you may understand where people's uh, concerns come from, that perhaps it's misplaced in criticizing him in this? Well, I'm simply saying, can't you just wait a while and leave it alone? There's a lot of people who are Puerto Ricano, who are also from uh, Guatemala, who are dark and who are also fair. We are all colors in Puerto Rico. Mm -hmm. And uh, this is how it is. And I just... It would be so nice if they hadn't come up with that and left it alone just for now. I mean, they're, they're, really, they're really attacking the wrong person. So what she said was, I'm incredibly disappointed with myself while making a statement in defense of Lin-Manuel Miranda on the Colbert show last night. She goes on to say, I was clearly dismissive of black, of black lives that matter in our Latin community. 
Uh, it's so easy to forget how celebration for some is lament for others. In addition to applauding Lynn for his wonderful movie version of In the Heights, let me add my appreciation for his sensitivity and resolve to be more inclusive of the Afro-Latino community going forward. See, you can teach this old dog new tricks. Mm. And I get it. I get it. If you If you are... If you look at that movie because of where it's supposed to take place, right? Very Mm -hmm. specific area of New York. And you look at the faces in that movie. This isn't like somebody just made a movie and then they just cast a bunch of, you know, light-skinned Puerto Ricans, right? It's a very specific movie about a very specific place. And I understand that if you are looking for Afro-Latino faces in that movie, you don't find them. And because it's a movie about that very specific place, it almost seems deliberate, Mm. right? Like, it's it's weird. It's a weird one. Like, it almost seems deliberate. But then on the other side, I'm like, God, like, I understand, Lin-Manuel Miranda, call him out, right? And have him answer the question, everything else. But Which he did. Which he did. But Lin-Manuel Miranda, like, I don't know how hard you go on Lin-Manuel Miranda because Lin-Manuel Miranda is one of, like, the few people at the top of that sort of Hollywood machine who really seems to care yeah. about, you know, diversity and making a difference and putting different people in, you know, in these sort of roles and bringing these stories to the forefront. So, like, I get both sides. I don't know. Sure. I, don't, I don't know how you feel about it, but, like, I see, completely see, it's one of the weird times where I completely see um, both sides. Yeah. It's like he should not, it's brought to his attention and he addressed it and yeah. he will moving forward, make the changes that need to be made. Yeah, I, I guess I guess I just don't want to right. see him lose his stock in show business. I don't want to see Lin-Manuel Miranda oh, lose. I don't think lose, he's going to get canceled. I don't know, man. I don't think I he'll don't get know. canceled for it. I don't, but does this take away some of his power? Maybe it does. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Or does it give him a little bit more power so he can address... Jeez, each time you're shaking your head. So he can address this to make a positive change, right? Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think he loses his power uh, at all. Quite, quite honestly, I think. I think his obviously his intention was was right. I think where he can really gain some points is acknowledge, you know, that he could have had more representation, and then just do it the next time. You know, I don't think people are looking to necessarily cancel him. You know, I, I think he. I think he did his best. But to your point. You know, if you know anything about that area in New York, yeah. uh, just from an optic standpoint, the film doesn't fully represent yeah, that area. There were yeah. some comments I saw yeah. uh, on IG from people who were coming to Lin-Manuel's Miranda, uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda's defense who were saying, I actually live in this neighborhood. Mm-hmm. I'm not represented, but I'm glad that Lin-Manuel Miranda now knows this. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's tough because he just really seems like yeah. one of the guys that like when you talk about showbiz needing to change and you talk about representation, he seems like one of the guys who really cares the mm-hmm. most. But you on know the flip I mean? side, I've seen other comments where and people are like, I live in this neighborhood. Lin-Manuel has never been here if he's to make a movie like this. Yeah. This is not what my hood looks like yeah. at yeah. all. No, that's why I said it almost looks deliberate. Like when right? you when you make a, a movie about Washington Heights like that, like it almost looks deliberate to not yeah. put any Afro-Latinos in there. Yeah. Like it seems like you really have to go out of your way to not do that, right? Yeah. Well, let's hope that yeah. positive change will come uh, from this yeah. for Lin-Manuel Miranda, yeah. right? The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Uh, Victoria's Secret has announced the end of the Angels. After years of scrutiny, uh, Victoria's Secret announced that their new marketing brand on when yesterday, 
their launch of the new VS Collective that will be taking over for the Angels as they look to reinvent beauty standards for women. Uh, when the world was changing, they say, we were too slow to respond, according to a chief executive from Victoria's Secret. goes on to say, we needed to stop being about what men want and be about what women want. So uh, Priyanka Chopra will be one of their new uh, spokespeople, and uh, as well as uh, Megan Rapino, soccer star Megan Rapino for uh, VS Collective. So that's the end of the Angels. Mm, no no more. more Victoria's Secret Angels. So no more fashion show. No more fashion show. They usually have in like no. December, I think. Yeah, they it was always yeah. a, like a Christmas staple. Yeah. I mean, they haven't done it in a while, mm-hmm. ever since they uh, got all that heat on them. But uh, but yeah, no more Victoria's Secret Angels. Now I it is now it is VS Collective. Was when the weekend performed. Was it when... the weekend or was it Harry Styles? Was it the weekend? Maybe I think it was the oh. weekend. No, I think it was the weekend. I think maybe... the, I think the weekend was the. Because there was that whole thing with him and um, Bella. Right. It was when they were dating. Yes. And everyone was like, ooh, did you see the looks? Oh, the looks. I was like, yeah, they're dating. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I went to one of those fashion shows, the Victoria's Secret fashion shows. Yeah, for ET Canada. Yeah, yeah, I went to one of them. And it's weird because you sit through it twice. They do it twice, back to back. Why? Because when they Different film crowd? it, no, they film it, right? Oh. And so they want to make sure that they get everything, like all the shots. They want to make sure it's completely flawless. So gotcha, they, they gotcha. run the show once and then they run the show again. How long does it take? Not long. Really? No, no, huh. not long. You'd be surprised. Like you were you were in and out of there and like, you know, I think maybe like within a couple hours kind of thing. Really? Yeah, it wasn't that oh, long. Wow. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. There oh, we go. God. So uh, this was last night on James Corden. Um the friends the entire cast of uh friends i guess they shot this during the reunion they did uh carpool karaoke oh they did with uh with james corden on one of those sort of like big tourist buses that yeah. they take people around the like the warner brothers lot with they should have squished them all into a tiny ass car i know like, like a, a Prius. mini yeah something like that <laughs> on my lap jen <laughs> um here's a clip of that for you any idea what's what song they did what do you want to guess? The Friends theme. Oh, okay, yeah, you're right. Was it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. it has to be that yeah, one. Okay, Listen to some yeah. music. Would that be okay? Yeah, sure. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay, here okay. we go. Okay. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no one told you that was gonna be this way. Your dog's a joke, you broke. Your love life's the away. It's like you're always stuck in second gear. When it hasn't been your day, your week, your month, or even your year, I'll be there for you. I only hear James Corden singing there. So do I. Yeah. I don't know who. It... Okay, wait, wait, wait. Joey sounds winded. Okay, there's a lot of going on there. Uh, but nice to yeah. see, though, huh? None of those voices were identifiable, no, no, except for James Corden. All, not at all, not at all. Sometimes you got to know when to just simmer it. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. You know? uh, Cody Simpson's Tokyo Olympic dream is over. The uh, 24-year-old who 
really made like a bold jump to try out for the Olympics for this year. What was uh, he doing again? Swimming. Oh, he placed okay, yeah. last in the men's 100-meter butterfly final trials uh, last night. Uh, after the race, uh, Cody said that he would be back stronger next year and stated his intentions to aim for a spot on the 2024 team that is headed to Paris. Mm. Uh, he said that he wasn't uh, actually thinking that he would be remotely competitive until then and was actually shocked by how well he did during these trials. What is a butterfly stroke? This one. Oh, this see, one, the, the hardest one coming as a, as a coming in as a brand new swimmer. Only yeah. Learned last year. Yes. I don't know. Yes. Okay. Okay. So, and then your legs are still going up and down. No, no. Butter butterfly is like they dolphin le- their legs. Their legs are together. Oh, that's very difficult. Yeah. Then. Yeah. Like you, you like your legs are kicking like a, like a dolphin. Yeah. Like when you see them, they come up in, in and out of the water like this. Oh yeah. No, I can't do that. Right. It's no. very difficult. Like the I butterfly stroke is the most difficult, but they dive down into the water and then they come up and like their whole body comes up out of the water and then they go like this again and dive back down in. Oh wow. So they do like this kind of thing as they're, as they're swimming. It's very difficult, the butterfly yeah, stroke. You're not going to try that? No, no, no. You're not going not to not level up? No, no, no. I'm good. What's, what stroke is your favorite? Um, Whatever the one is where your arm, just like when your arms Just like come, freestyle? Yeah. Yeah. Your arms just come up out of yeah, the water? Sure. Yeah, You yeah, dig yeah. Right back down? Yeah. Huh? Can you swim on your back? I can swim on my back, yeah. yeah. The backstroke? You can, I can do, do the backstroke? The backstroke's yeah. easy. You get to look at the, the clouds, right? It's really yeah, nice. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. No, don't. butterfly's not for amateurs. No, not That's at all. Not, no, no, that no, seems no. very difficult. Very hard. Yeah, it's no. exhausting, too. Seems and who like wants it. to be exhausted in a pool, right? Like, you want to relax. It's supposed to be relaxing. Yes, thank, thank you. you. Thank right? you. Yes. Roz and Mocha Q&A. Hey, Megan, it's Roz and Mocha. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you guys? Good. Uh, we understand that you are in the process of moving from Toronto to Vancouver. Yes. Well, I'm actually going to be moving to um, Kelowna. Oh, okay. Oh, Beautiful. Yeah. Uh, what's the reason for the move? Um, so my boyfriend actually secured a job there. He's been laid off here a couple times just with COVID. And we found out last week that uh, he got a job. And then I was able to get one closely after. So we're making the move. There you oh, go. Nice. That's awesome. That's love. That is. Yeah, you're right. So what that about a um, uh, place to live? Did you guys have to, like, just do everything virtually? Or did, did you both or did one of you have to head out there to start looking at places? So actually, my boyfriend left yesterday, and he already started looking at places while he was there. Um, so I'm hoping. I'm going today. So I'm hoping that I'll be able to help in that process oh, okay so you're just what living out of uh out of a hotel for the next little while yeah his uh his work put him up in a hotel so that was nice oh, god nice. when you move to toronto to bc it's like you go from like ridiculously expensive and then as you're in the plane you're like oh affordable affordable really affordable oh i could live there i could afford almost everything in that city oh my god can't afford anything <laughs> right it's like you, you, you just skip over all the places you can afford and go right to like even more expensive i know it's crazy I know. Uh, but that's it's really fun. exciting uh we understand yeah. that you have a, a question for the show though um my question is i'm wondering who sings the intro for very hard things because when i listen <laughs> i hear shem and i'm not sure if it is but if it's not Shem, I was wondering if Shem's voice can go as deep as that. Oh, Shem, can you go as deep as the voice on Very Hard Things? <clears throat> uh, yes, I can, actually. All right. Do you, have, can we, do you have the intro there? Yeah. Okay. Very Hard Things, Very Hard Things, Roz and Mocha's Very Hard Things. Oh, so, yeah, that really nice. does sound like Shem. Uh, Shem, is that in fact you? 
Yes, it is. Ah. It is absolutely. <laughs> there you go. There's actually a couple voices on there. Actually, they're what? Well, they're all mine. It's just layered together. Oh yeah, but it's all you though. It's all my, all uh, me. Okay. Yeah. Now and uh, what's your name on the phone again? Megan. Megan. Megan wants to know if you can go that deep for her. Sure. Oh, well, okay. Yeah, absolutely. Here we go. <laughs> <clears throat> very hot things. Very hot things. Rosin mochas. Very hot things. Oh, damn. <laughs> wow. wow. <laughs> yo, man, yo, you're about to make Megan stay here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is there, and I wonder if there's a reason why uh, you wanted to talk to us after your boyfriend left. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Just give me that one reason to stay. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm bringing you guys with me for sure. Oh, uh, you are. Uh, uh, we're on. Uh, we're on in Vancouver. Uh, we're on at night out in Vancouver. Um, and then, of course, you can just listen to the podcast whenever you want to. I listen to the podcast religiously, so yeah. I'm glad I get to bring a piece of home with me. So I thank you guys for that. There you no, go. Thank you, awesome. Megan. Love you lots. Love you guys too. Take care. Right Be on. Safe. Bye. <laughs> Rachel says here, if you could redesign any item of clothing a woman wears, what would it be and how would you make it better or worse and why? Oh, I can make a lot of them worse. Oh, I was going to say, why would you want to make anything worse? <laughs> well, you can't listen. That's mean. Well, no, no, maybe not to maybe not to be mean. Um, geez, you could make you could make just about anything worse. Remember back in the day, like even now when you watch old movies or you see old pictures of like Marilyn Monroe and they're wearing like a loose knit sweater. Yeah. And their boobs are just cones, right? Mm -hmm. Because that's back in the day when men used to design bras, right? Like they thought when, that that's what when was men, like sexy. Yeah, or when men designed yeah. bras, they they were cones, like Jean-Paul like, Gaultier, the Madonna one. Yeah, like they were just cones. Um, what could you design to make better? It's, I, I it, have an answer. For go this. ahead. I want. I would turn a stiletto or any high heel. Yeah. And you would have the heel kind of on a contraption where you can push it up, so it turns into a flat. So you're able to retract the heel. Whenever you want it to be a flat, but the problem with or that though, open it, it and lock it as a heel. But the so problem with that though is the actual shoe shape is different. Mm -hmm. Like that's why you'll that's never why, get a flat shoe. That's why if you break a heel off a of a high heel, you can't walk in it. You but can you can still because only walk the, 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 the curve in the arch. Right? No, I know, but you could you could design the whole thing where it's flat to high heel instantly by the. Push. But it's not instant because the when you look at a high heel. There's the arch. How do you fix that? But the same way they turn Crocs into a high heel, right? Like you could turn those into a flat. No, instantly. but if you look at the but picture you could, of those Crocs. It doesn't go Crocs, back, though. It can't go back. Yeah, if you look at the picture of the Crocs, they designed it with an arch as well. So they altered. So it's not like a flat shoe. Well, then take the arch shoe. out. Design, redesign the entire shoe where it could be both sim like instantly. Girl, so basically, you've never wore heels before. What, what you've just. What Actually, you, I have. Maury just invented a <laughs> flip flop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what if you took a high heel, took away the arch, and removed the heel? No, not remove the flip heel. Flip flop. You have the heel can retract. You can have heels for your parting times. So and, and a flip flop with a heel <laughs> yes. is what yes. you want. And then all you do is you then push a button, it unlocks the heel, and you can push it up. Yeah. Yeah, because women want that, <laughs> so right? Hot. Women want buttons on their shoes with like hydraulics and springs. Yeah, so much right? comfort. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That's exactly what As women weird, want. Uh, Million dollar heels idea. Aren't really like a, a pain in the ass after a few Jesus. hours, right? Yeah, that's exactly what you know. What women want on their shoes like buttons and like uh, like a spring, like a mechanism. That's what they they always How say. Like yeah, my, well. my my fashion doesn't have enough mechanisms on it. <laughs> Um, I geez. always, I always uh, think of things like bras. Where is there, and I don't know if there is or not. Like, mm -hmm. is there the the ultimate comfortable bra? 
right? Because you always hear, like, women always say, can't wait till I get home, get this bra off, right? Yeah. Or, like, especially in the summertime where you get sweaty boobs. Right. So, like, a comfortable material or something that's a little bit more comfortable, a little bit more um, breathability. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See, because Catherine has, but everybody's got different broad tastes, right? Mm-hmm. Like, Catherine has never and this is one of the things that i i was most thankful for when we first got together was i never and listen i have no opinion in this i have no i shouldn't be able to say anything because your bra is your bra and you're going to wear whatever you feel best in i get all that stuff right but i always preferred the feel of a boob mm-hmm. um when it's not behind a padded bra of course right because it's just like you just want to feel like a boob. Catherine never wore padded bras, uh-huh. right? And so it was always just super, super thin lace, like the thinnest kind of bra material you could find. Right. And it was and it was awesome. And she has gravitated towards now either no bra. Yeah. Or she found these cool bras the other day, which is not even a bra. It's almost like a, a little sport top, but only it's made out of the softest, thinnest, almost nylon. And if and I say the brand name, would you know it? No. Why would I know? No. What is it? What do you think oh, it is? Nyx? Nyx? Yeah. No, I don't think so. Because I think that's what Jenna has. Yeah. They are the absolute best. Yeah. Yeah. She, she loves it. She same. loves it. Jenna loves these. Yeah. And I will tell you. Hold on. Let me see if they can... do feel great. Hold on. Yeah. It feels really, really great. Yeah. Hold on. Really, really nice. Here. You texting her? No. But she never answers. When you call. Facts. Or me. (laughs) Hi, honey. Hi, love. How are you? Good. You? Good. We're doing the podcast. We're talking about women's bras. Okay. Um, What is that? You know the new bra you came home with yesterday that you love so much? Uh, Yep. Who makes that? Uh, Richer and poorer. Richer and poorer. What was the one you said? well, well yes. you mean the super comfy one? Or yeah. Like the, no, the the super comfy one. Yeah, richer and poorer. Richer and poorer. What, mm. what did you say, Mocha? What was Nix? Nix. Oh, um, yeah. Joe owns Nix. She's wonderful. Yeah. Do, oh. you, do you know? You the- know him? Yo, tell him my wife loves those uh, those bras. That's all she owns. She switched over. Everything is Nix. <laughs> Everything's Nix. Apparently. Uh, what was the question? Read the question again. Oh, if you could redesign any item of clothing a woman wears, what would it be, and how would you make it better or worse? And why? Also, Catherine, we should mention this question came to us from a woman named yeah. Rachel, which I don't know why she wouldn't like give us her answer. Right. So instead she, of asking three dudes. Yeah. So the the question <laughs> was, name an article of women's clothing that if you could redesign, you could either make it better or worse. Tell her my idea. Maury wants to put um, uh, what he wants to put like a hydraulic system on all women's shoes so you could instantly have a high heel. With, like with, with with a button on the side because women yeah. love buttons on their shoes. So it goes from high heel to flat. Do they? Yeah. No, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> At all. Um, oh, they're just trying to be nice. <laughs> yeah. Good effort, Maury. Uh, um, and do you have any do you have any ideas? Like what do you what do you wish could be reinvented that you wear all the time? Oh, interesting. Um I don't know. I mean, you know me, I love being comfortable. Yeah. Pretty much permanently. Um, I feel like convertible clothing is cool. Like, if you have clothes, they can do, like, multiple things where it's, like, pants they can turn into shorts, but, like, in a cool way that's, like, not weird and not hideous. Is it like how you wear a robe and then you get too hot and then you take (laughs) half your robe down so your robe quickly becomes a skirt? Yes, exactly. Like, there should be, like, a little release that's like, oh, no, it's skirt time. I mean, really, that's just hanging around your waist. But I know I've said this. Good question. I know I've said this a million times on the show, but this is how fortunate I am. I get to see boobs every day of my life. (laughs) 
every single day. I don't, I don't know the last time I went a day without, and I just don't mean like at bedtime, like I, I catch a peek while she's getting climbing to the bed. I mean on the couch watching television beside me. Like I see boobs every day of my they life. They like to live free. Thank you. Would it be weird if I start clapping right now, Catherine? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's so funny. Like, you guys can go topless all the time, and it's totally normal, and you guys just live your lives topless outside in the summer. Yeah. And then, like, when a woman's boobs get too hot, it's like, oh, wait. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. hey, I'm all for free them. Free them. <laughs> That's a really good question, though. I'm so sorry. I feel like I, I wish I had a better answer. Um, I'm trying to think, like, what things really suck to wear. Um, I mean, bras are a good one. It's like, you definitely want something that's like super comfortable and holds them up, but also yeah. like bras just don't usually feel good. Like the richer and poorer ones are amazing. And like Nick's is amazing. Joe is amazing. But like bras, like definitely the right, the right level. I think it makes banks more comfortable. Also like as a mom, it's so terrible. Um, but I sort of wish that you could just like make all clothing like stain resistant, just like, as oh, a whole. <laughs> yeah. Let's right. just spray them so they like last forever. What about um what about uh bringing back the you know when you, like thongs used to come up above your jeans? Uh yep. Yeah, what about that? Look, where but only maybe you don't have to like maybe it's just attached to the jeans so you can still have that cool sexy look but also wear sensible underpants under it. Oh wow, that's like a whole thing. That's like multiple layers over your junk. That's going to be so sweaty <laughs> and so like front wedgy situation. This is my my whole play in life is to get Catherine's parts super sweaty so I get to see them <laughs> because she gets hot. <laughs> oh my god. Hello she there. They're sweaty work. This is the best. <laughs> All right, love, I love you. Thanks for hanging out. Okay, bye. Uh, Dallas says here, if you had to have, oh my God, this is so stupid. Okay. Do I have to call Catherine back now? No, no, okay. no, 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 absolutely not. If you had to have hands the size of basketballs or feet the size of watermelons, which do you choose? Okay, question for you though, but are my hands fat and round like that? No, or are he they said just the size. the size of basketballs? Yeah, the size. Or have feet the size of watermelons? Mm-hmm. I'm picking the basketball hands. Yeah, I'm going to go with the hands because then you don't have to worry about finding shoes that big. Well, not just that. Driving would be almost impossible. Yeah, with big giant feet like that. Yeah. But how do you eat a burger with big hands? Use your, like, you can pick them up like you would, like, uh, like with how your. Do you, how do you use your phone? Like, you, how do you type? With your pinky and your, um, and your thumb. How do you like wipe if your butt? Like, like if your, yeah, like if your thumb was as wide as a toilet paper roll. How do you wipe? Like, and all your fingers were just like that big and huge. Like, it, you would look like you had corn dogs for fingers, <laughs> right? Like, how do you? Hmm. I guess navigating around. How do you type with that? The amount of things that you have to do with you your hands. Need, you That's would true. need. I think that you might need, actually need more custom you things could for make big more giant money hands. As First of all, I don't care how big my hands are. I'm not ever changing my career to masseuse. I've never once said, oh, my God, if I only had that, I could be a great masseuse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever thought about that? No. Have you ever once thought, oh, you know but what? You know what, though? Like, you could have, let's say you're the masseuse with massive hands. You could yeah. suck at giving massages, though. Yeah, that's the other thing, too, right? right? Yeah. And you, you, may, you could you still you make a ton of money it. on OnlyFans. I'm the guy with big hands. Yeah, she's everything you do more is, uh, like, perverted, huh? 
Um, I would say I still have to go with hands because I think that walking and like all that stuff with like mm. big giant feet, like yeah. abnormally large feet. And I think that you could get away in life. Like I think that if you met a woman and you just had giant hands, like even like weird large hands, I think that they there are women in the world that may find that to be a turn on. Yeah. I don't know if anybody would go, oh, my God, you're huge feet. Like I don't know. There's a, there are people with foot fetishes. Yeah, I don't but want also, a fetishist. Though. Those, those large feet. I would find um, would be a little bit too heavy. Yeah, as wide, well. wide, right? Very yeah. heavy to navigate around. Yeah, to walk around in. Yeah. Also, um, if, if you're in the pool, okay, uh-huh. um, having super large hands makes swimming very, very easy. Oh, having yeah. super large fat feet makes swimming very, very difficult. Mm. Right. And they so, weigh you down. And they weigh you down. I'm gonna go for the large hands. Yeah. Same. Dan Mori. No. Large oh, hands. you said large yeah. hands, right? Um, Laura says here, if you could tell damn it, Matthew, one of Maury's secrets, oh. which one would it be? Why don't we say, what can I, can I ask, can I ask one question? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, which one would you hope it would not be Maury? Oh, there are many. <laughs> but like one specifically. Uh-huh. Yeah. One specifically. Yeah. Like name one secret that you, that you. The like internet stuff. That, that you wish that we would never say. The so, internet stuff. What internet stuff? What internet stuff? Oh, like, stuff? you know, private browsing and viewing of videos. This is how we get Maury to confess to his secrets without us being terrible people. Oh. No, no, you can't do that. No, 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 no. Not today. Not today. Why? Why? No, no, no. Oh, every today. time we try to call Matthew, it's like, not today. He's no, so busy. He's doing two truths and a lie with his whole company, like in five minutes. Oh. I don't even know what, what any means. of that means. Me neither. <laughs> you've been doing uh, you've been doing zero truths in a lie yeah. with, with with Matthew your whole relationships. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what. Like, do you think that he? Do you think he doesn't know all that stuff though? To be honest, like, he's a very you like you know innocent man. You don't think he you don't you don't think he knows that like when when he used to be at work all day like what you would be doing at home alone like he just has no idea. No, I don't think he does. Really, huh? Are you sure you don't want me to call him? No, no, two truths and a lie in four minutes. Oh, Um, (laughs) you don't think that he would be more upset at knowing your current state of financials versus watching? No, I think that the I think that that would be easier to deal with because of the amount of debt that that we all know that you're in and that what you've told the Roz and I. Um, versus what you tell Matthew, but or I what think, you spend your money on, you don't think you'd be upset? No, with that I, th- I think he has a handle on what kind of debt Maury has. I don't think he has a handle on what Maury has a handle on when he's not around. Okay, next question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jenny says, "Finish this sentence." Oh no! I have the worst memory when it comes to most things. <laughs> <laughs> True, damn Maury. I have the worst memory when it comes to the lies I've told. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Oh, that's that's a good one. I had to be on the phone. Um, my email. I got locked out of my email at uh, at ET Canada. Right. Different company from. If you don't know, different company from this podcast and the radio show. And I was on the phone with like a like a guy from the service desk. Yeah. And th- th- he knew who I was. Okay. Right. But they, he's like, okay, I just got to go through a couple of verification questions for you. Sure. And I was like, okay, cool. And he goes, so um, you work at which building? And then I told him which building. And he goes, okay, who was your, um, who would you say like your supervisor is? And I was like, um, and I threw one name out and he's yeah. like, no, is there anybody else? And I go, well, we got like a new boss. 
and he's like, okay, who's that? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't remember his name. Oh, right. No. I don't remember his name. Yeah. And, uh, and he goes, okay, so who in the building would you like normally say your like it guy is? And I was like, oh, God. and I was like, bro, I'm like, I have no idea. I'm like, can I start naming people who I know work there? Yeah. And then you can like, <laughs> and then you can find them because I don't know who anybody's name is. Yeah. Right. I don't know anybody's, I don't know anybody's name. And that's the way they do verification. Right. Yeah. It's like, okay, so who's your, who's your HR rep? I'm like, I have no, no idea. I thought normally these questions are what street did you grow up on and what's the what's your no, name of your first no. pet? They don't care about that. They want because they need to confirm your place in that. So building. what eventually happened? I had to tell him. I'm like, listen, man, I'm like, you gotta ask me some different questions. Right? Like, I'll, like the colors of the sky. Yeah. Like, like I'll like I'll tell you. Like, like you want my phone number? I'll tell you my phone number. Yeah, like I'll tell you what kind of coffee they serve in the cafeteria. <laughs> right? I know, I know that. I know the I know the chef's name, Scott, right? I know, I know him. The chef's name, but not your boss's name. Of course. He gives me he provides the food, right? I know that I know that guy, but I was like, I think my boss's name is John. I'm like, I think it's John with like maybe a K, uh-huh. right? And he goes John with an H, like John H. And I was like, that's it, Johnny. And it was, and then, it was John, it was John with a K. Oh, imagine he was like, gotcha. It's not, it's yeah, not that yeah, at all. no, no. So that's how they quizzed me, and I'm like, I don't know anybody's name. So I would say the thing that I like, what was the question again? <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> Jenny said, finish this sentence. Yeah. I have the worst memory when it comes to yeah, most things. Yeah. I would say. <laughs> Okay, now you have to you have to ask Cotton Candy's question. What's your what do you what do you have the worst memory when it comes to Mocha? Um, I would say it, it, things like phone passwords, like when I have to call the alarm company. Yeah, and they'll say what is your your verbal password to get in, or right. sometimes I have to call the bank because I, like I have so many passwords for, for different things that it's always the phone. Like when I have to call somewhere somewhere and talk to somebody, yeah. and I have to provide like some sort of a password, a verbal password, I run through all the ones that are in my mind and i'm like yeah. is it this is it this is it this yeah because it can you're like i would only ever say this i would yeah. only ever say this right totally. yeah that's hard that's hard when you got to do that but uh, no my memory is uh and it's going my memory's getting way worse than it ever was oh um well i think this is why <laughs> maury wants me to ask cotton candy's question cotton candy Roz, do you consider yourself old <laughs> <laughs> <Shut> <laughs> Um, no, <laughs> I don't consider Do others I don't, consider you old. No, I don't think so. I like old, like I know I don't think people would consider me old. I mean, people may look at me as older because mm. that's fair, but I don't think that somebody would consider me to be old. Have you passed your midlife? Uh, I don't, it depends on how long I live. Good answer. <laughs> right? You know what I mean? Like, you, you may die tomorrow more, and then we got to go figure out what your midlife was. <laughs> you know what I mean? Even in, even in death, with the help of God, I don't think you could do that math. <laughs> it's like we're sending you back. Yeah. You don't go to us up here. No. We don't even know what to do with you. Uh, we'll end on this question from Mila who actually is asking a question from her five-year-old brother named Paul, who's a massive fan of the show. Mm-hmm. What is your, and this is like the perfect question to ask the three of us. Okay. Paul, you know us so well, buddy. What is your favorite sports car? Oh, okay. Interesting. I have answers to this. Maury, what's Do yours? You really? I like old-timey ones. Like, I love the old Roadrunner. Roadrunner? Right? Roadrunner. It had like the... Sort of like on the back, like the the back of the car, the finny thing. 
What? <laughs> this spoiler? Is, this is the question that they were hoping to get answered. <laughs> yeah, like the spoiler had sort of like a, a shelf. <laughs> yeah, I also. What shelf? Like, it, like it, the spoiler, it came up and it was squared yeah. off and it was called a Roadrunner. Okay. I the love car that car. was called a Roadrunner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I love okay. that car. Hold on. I got to Google this now because I don't know who made it. What the, I don't know. A Plymouth Roadrunner? Oh, oh, this. Oh, that thing with like the big ugly spoiler on the back of it, right? Oh, yeah. This thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You think you think this is, I mean, don't get me wrong. Muscle cars are sort of where it's at, right? Oh, that's but, awesome. Yeah. So much fun. Um. Okay. So, what do I what do I like? Do you have a favorite sports car, Mocha? I know nothing about cars, so oh, I can't okay. even. Let me. If I Google, can I Google some sports cars and sure, see, sure, sure, sure. Can sure. I say like a Ferrari or like a or like a you, Lambo or something? Sure, if you want to. But or like a McLaren. Yeah, I guess you could if you want to. Like um, I real, I honestly, I don't know anything about cars. I know no. like cars that um that look good. Right. Can I say have, one more? Yeah, sure. Go for Spitfire. It. Spitfire. Can I say another one? A spider. A spider. <laughs> Hold on. Yep. Spit. I'm going to see what these look like. Yeah. I like any sort of like mid to late 60s Mustang. I still think are super hot. Um, and even even earlier than even earlier than that. Um, that was my dad's dream was to rebuild one of those. Yeah. Yeah. Like a like a like a 64, 65, 66 Mustang kind of thing. Uh, those were always great. When I was younger, like when I I had never seen a car, I'd never been so in love with a car as I was in sort of mid high school when the Mazda Miata came out. Oh yeah, right, like uh-huh. that that sort of little red jelly bean of a car. To me, that was the greatest thing I'd ever seen in my life, and I only ever wanted a Mazda Miata, not realizing that I'd never be able to fit in it. Is a DeLorean a sports car? Uh, yes, it is very oh, much is so. It? Yeah, is it really? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I don't even know. Yeah, yeah, DeLorean's a sports car. Shows how much I know about cars. Yeah, I like, um, <laughs> I I like old like when you go like I like like late fifties sort of Fords like Bel Airs or mm. like a Ford Fairlane. Like I love those sort of big boaty type cars too. They're really dope. Um, I like old. Oh, like, is a Dodge Charger? Was that a? Yeah, a, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah? Okay, yeah, I like yeah. Dodge Chargers. Yeah, definitely. I used to, I used to really want one of those brown trans ams like um like they like they drove in smoking the bandit yeah with the like the like a fire like a firebird kind of thing uh-huh. with the with the t roof where the roof just like came off in two pieces oh, I, used to, I, used to, I used to love those cars. the show where they jumped in the window was that that's a uh, dukes of hazard that's, that's, dukes um, of hazard. that's that, a that's, dodge charger yeah is oh, okay that yeah. yeah yeah um and i like i still like old porsches i think mm-hmm. that they're they're kind of cool convertibles though uh, not hard tops, what about but any um, Bond car. But my my favorite my favorite cars are like a seventies um, Ford Bronco. That's uh that's my favorite car. Is that and the one that you were looking for recently? Yeah, they're very they're very expensive. The white one, right? right? Um, no, no, no. That, 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 there's there's a there's a new one. There's a new one. But but like that that's sort of like late seventies, and they go for like to buy one now. It's like one hundred sixty thousand dollars. Like no. they're, they're oh my god, they're what? so ridiculously priced because everybody just wants them to convert them. But there was another company that made a little tiny truck, almost like a jeep, called a Scout, and that thing was the coolest little car um, I've ever seen. And I don't know who makes one. Um, Zuzu, I believe, or Suzuki makes one now called a Jimny, uh, but not in not in North America. And it's a cool, tiny little Jeep uh, as well. But the the Scout 
Uh, I'm looking at these uh, 1970s Ford Broncos. Yeah, these look nice. The convertibles. Yeah, yeah. these are badass. Yeah. Now look up. Uh, look up this. This is the really, really. This is my favorite. Uh, my favorite car. The, the name of the company was. Oh God, this is the least hot name for a car company. Okay. Uh, International Harvester. Oh. <laughs> um, so look up International Harvester. Scout. Yeah, Scout. Yeah. And look up these little things. Oh yeah, they're kind of like a, like, like a like a '67 like um, like sort Jeeps? of. Yeah, they're the coolest little sort of Jeep slash mini pickup truck that uh, that I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. yeah, so I like I like those types of things, right? Those are my favorite. Did I mention the Roadrunner? You did mention the Roadrunner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and this has been Car Talk on the Ron Show. There you go. Uh, That's how you, you grind much. our gears. <laughs> Hit us up on Instagram when we post a picture that reads Ask Rosamoka. Oh, Maury's going to pass away right here. <laughs> Stay tuned. Don't leave just yet, people. Don't, leave just, don't leave just yet. We'll get one of you on the phone. Stick around oh to find out who God. made it into the will. <laughs> uh, this has been Come the back next Mocha time Show to find podcast. out what we did with the ashes. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.